0: you never know how far one hug will go aloha multi-dimensional friends shifters dreamers Hackers within this holographic matrix, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Leading the Shift, a podcast to be able to help activate your potential. Presented on behalf of ParadigmShiftCentral.com, a real-world interactive game to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. And of course, we have another exciting episode with for you here tonight, live, presented on May 2nd, 2019. And we have a very special guest tonight. Our guest is our friend, Vanessa Fernandez, the traveling free hugger and much much more and we will be able to get to hear a little bit about her story what she has been up to the book that she has written her journey connecting with people all across all across the many states of the united states and just the impact that she is making and how her story will help inspire all of us to be able to create our story so vanessa go ahead and just just say a quick hello and then we'll uh we'll we'll do a quick intro and then we'll pass it back to you and we'll get right into the deeper story here so Go ahead, Vanessa. Go ahead and say hello to everybody. Tune into this and send some love. And here here she comes.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm here. We're good. Okay. <laughs> um, so hi, everyone. My name is Vanessa, and I live in Scranton, Pennsylvania, the United States. And I'm here tonight to talk about the things that most inspire and and light me up.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you again, Vanessa, for, for joining us here, for leading the shift. Again, this is this is a podcast that, that we put together with the intention of, of being able to to bring people on air, to be able to provide you with the audience with insightful and inspirational discussions to be able to help activate into your potential to make positive impact in the world as leaders, as light guardians, and as shifters. And so we'll just do a quick introduction for those of you who may be joining us for ...perhaps even the very first time. My name is Brendan, a.k.a. Skull Babylon, a.k.a. Mystic Spider-Man. And ParadigmShiftCentral.com is a real-world interactive game... ...to be able to help assist with the shift in consciousness. We've been creating broadcasts for almost quite a while. The project began about 10 years, 10 years ago, and we've been creating all sorts of inspirational media. We're encouraging people to really embody the archetype of what it means to be a shifter. And a shifter is someone who actively helps assist with the shift in consciousness through acts of creativity and compassion. And so be sure to check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com. And of course. A big part of this is encouraging people to create real-world action where they are, such as things like free hugs, which is, of course, the big reason as to why we have Vanessa here on air. Because I'm sure you guys get tired of just listening to me talk about free hugs, so let's get someone else on air who's, who's also doing free hugs and who's really made it a big part of their life. And of course, the other part of Paradigm Shift Central is that we encourage people to be able to help create the physical communities where they are. There are Paradigm Shift communities all across the world. More of them are popping up. You can help create one in your community and very simple they're about creating open-minded discussion and meditation circles. So if you wanna be able to learn more about that, again, go to paradigmshiftcentral.com. You can even apply for your shifter pass to be able to connect with the core team. And of course, a quick thank you and a huge shout out to people supporting us on Patreon with monthly donations which help support this project and help us bring this value to you, the community, which continues to just inspire and ripple out into all sorts of exciting things. So with that said, let's get into the discussion and let's hear a little bit more about Vanessa's story. And uh, another quick thing, if you are watching this on Facebook, be sure to jump over onto YouTube because we'll be answering some of the questions there. So you'll be actually able to ask some Q&A. If you are watching this on Facebook, go to YouTube.com forward slash Skull Babylon or ParadigmShiftCentral.com forward slash live and join the YouTube Otherwise, we might miss your comment if you're watching this on Facebook. But hey, if you're watching it there and it's in the future, either way, please feel free to drop some love. And another quick reminder, be sure to check out Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes. And you can find all the past broadcasts there as well as on Paradigm Shift Central. So with that said, we're going to pass the microphone over to Vanessa. And again, Vanessa, just as a very quick introduction, but she'll tell you a bit more about herself. Uh, Her and I there isn't really like a huge origin story behind us. Like, like truth be told, this is actually exciting. This is actually other than us just talking earlier today. This is kind of the first time that we've gotten to talk face to face, camera to camera, to be able to have a discussion like this. And and I reached out to her and I was just like, this was following the fact that way back, not even way back, I don't know, less than a year ago, probably we came across each other. It was either Instagram or Facebook synchronicity brought us together. And both of us were just like, Hey, like, you're doing what I'm doing. I'm doing what you're doing. Like we're both doing free hugs. This is awesome. And she was generously uh, super super generous and she actually sent me a copy of her book which is The Hugging Army which which I'll I'll gladly show on screen here. And again, you can get that through her website at thehuggingarmy.co. And so again, this was this seeing With without just chit chatting online here a little bit here and there, it's really just been us kind of like you know liking each other's posts on Facebook and seeing what we're up to. And I see her traveling, and again, I really wanted to be able to bring her on air, just be able to help create a platform for her to share her story, to be able to inspire you, for you to be able to see yourself in her story. And by the end of this broadcast, you're just going to be like, okay, you know, maybe I was on the fence about doing free hugs, but now, now I like understand why. This is not only something exciting, but also something incredibly transformational and incredibly important and incredibly valuable for everyone, especially with where we are right now within the bigger shift in consciousness. I like to think that hugs are are a portal to help people reconnect with the wisdom of their own heart. And so for all you shifters, for all you light guardians, for all you social alchemists, thank you for tuning in. And thank you, Vanessa, for being a part of this discussion. So Vanessa, I'll pass the microphone over to you. Again, there's a lot to your story. You've had 35 years within the mental health field. You've written a book. You've traveled doing free hugs. So go ahead and just tell us a little bit about your story. And then from there, we'll just get into all sorts of other cool talking points. And welcome again. Go ahead, Vanessa.
1: Okay, great. Um, I want to start by saying thank you, Brendan, for having me here. This is really um, uh, amazing to me. And, and the deeper I go into my own internal shifts, the more that I want to build community. So this feels like a beautiful opportunity to have community with so many like-minded people or like-hearted people that really are ready to take that leap and that risk in um, shifting themselves. And really shifting ourselves is just going back to our origins going back to what we know ourselves to be but we just have forgotten over our lifetime so um, I'm going to tell you just a little wee bit about myself and we're going to get to all the other juicy stuff but um, me doing free hugs for the last four plus years wasn't my original path in life and but it has uh, shifted me and changed me in ways that I could never have anticipated for sure. I am, as Brendan said, uh, I by academic education and by career, I'm a social worker and a counselor and I've worked in mental health here in the United States for the last 35 years and have felt discouraged by that work, have felt, uh, you know, hopeful about that work, but it It really was based on me seeing people as um, diseased or flawed or needing fixing because that's how we're academically trained is that we have this gift to offer to people that need our assistance and need fixing and it's only when I had a deep desire to start to see human beings differently than that to see my own oneness with them and to see that they didn't need fixing that they were perfect as they are as as they were that I was um, started to open to this experience of hugs and then create this group called the hug that came to be called the hugging army Which I'd love to talk about that at some point too about the origins of the name. They're very it's a very interesting one and um, and then uh, Since not 2015 I've been hugging and hugging and hugging people and in every hugging experience learn more and more about myself about Who I really am? what those exchanges really mean, whether someone hugs me or not. It ends up being a very powerful, impacting experience. And over the last few years, even long before um, we've crossed paths, I've encountered so many other people in this country and across the world that are doing free hugs but are all motivated by these different things. And I've gotten to learn even more about myself and why I originally wanted to do it and why it remains important to me to keep doing it and I do it on my own I I uh, carry this free hug sign um, in my car at all times and when I feel inspired I wear it I um, carry it I show it to the world and um, offer um, free hugs wherever I go and um, I've gotten to travel to a lot of fun places and experience meeting a lot of different people and um, a lot of ways in which hugs have benefited them and where people are scared of it as well so it's i've gotten to learn a lot about humanity and all the different forms that that it has and what i can tell you any of you that are listening or watching is that whether hugs are the path for you or something else that there's something within you that is your creative juice your creative flow that is the way in which you can Impact the world, and you you impact the world by what you shift within yourself, or what you open up to within yourself. That's that's what I believe to be true for sure. So thank you again mm-hmm. for having me. This is, this is beautiful.
0: Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank you as well. And and yeah. And and I know there with again like within your book, it's really cool because it's it's literally like a it's a it's a journal. It's basically a, a, a documentation that was just kind of like created on a day-to-day basis that takes people through the, this this you know like from destination to destination and, and even just like the moments of just kind of like like a little bit of a little bit of the ups and downs and the journey itself the cadence of it and and it's really really beautiful and, and i'm looking I'm looking forward to diving into it. I've, 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 I've flipped through it a bit, but I haven't like full, there's still surprises in there waiting for me. And that's where <laughs> e- even for me, it's kind of cool because like, since I haven't fully read the entire book, I know even tonight, you got some stories that are going to be brand new to me as well for, for me to be able to hear. Yeah. And so again, you know, we can really talk a, a lot about, you know, why hugs are, are so important and, and what hugs actually are, are helping with on the, on a metaphysical level and the importance of just like connection and eye contact and things like that. And, and again, and that's where I, I love the idea of, of thinking of, of hugs as like our real world superpower. And, and this is something that I always go back to, to telling people again, you know, for the people who, who are already familiar with my content, you know, I've, I've been doing free hugs for, for many years as well. And the same with Vanessa. And sometimes I'll do it dressed up as like my mystic Spider-Man persona and, and the intention behind that it's to be like hey you know like this is me being a superhero but my superpower is something that you have too it's something that is literally just like connecting to that heart space and inviting people to be in that that space of just like compassion and connection which again is something that it, it it's weird to think that 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 in itself has become something so radical but but it's something that I feel is a part of our nature that is just naturally bringing itself back into our culture because it is needed. It is needed right now. And this is where, again, you know, like it's, it's, It's interesting, just like the idea that like, when you stand on a corner doing free hugs, you're going to get a variety of reactions. You're going to get some people who are going to like run right up to you. You're going to get some people. And and this is, again, something in your book where they're going to they're going to be there and they're going to like they're going to tell their their children to go up and hug you, which is which is a very powerful thing, too, because 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 the the process of doing hugs is such like a vulnerable thing, you know? It, it can be like a very vulnerable process, and and I know we've talked a bit about um, outside the broadcast, like the different tactics of free hugs, where you can do it with like the blindfolded version, or or you can do it with friends. You can do, it and it's always fun to have people who have never done hugs before and to observe them kind of being in that space where they're just like, "Ooh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous," but then a few hugs into that, and they're just like. Oh my God! this is so so cool. I think I'm addicted now, and then it just kind of like builds and builds and builds. So let's kind of go a bit a bit back to uh, somewhat of the origin um, of your story, which uh, based on what what I understand, was greatly influenced by you meeting Alma, who is the, the free, not the free hug saint, but the hug saint. I mean, I guess she's kind of the free more or less hug, free hugs, hugs, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about uh, who Alma is for those who aren't familiar and uh, how that moment meeting her kind of was like a catalyst for you.
1: Yeah. So, um, Meeting Ama and being hugged by her definitely changed my life. Uh, uh, Ama is from India. she's known affectionately as the hugging Saint. She's literally hugged millions of people around the world and helped to relieve um, uh, some of the problems of humanity, including hunger and housing and across the world. She has charities and um, she has followers that assist her in offering this assistance. And every year she comes to the United States. For a week or two in the summer and travels to different cities. And um, uh, my wife asked me if I would be interested in meeting her, and I wasn't, sh- or, you know, going to see her. I wasn't sure. It sounded a little strange. A person that just, I think it's funny now, but then I thought it was strange for a woman to sit for hours and hours, and, and she would. She'd sit in a big overstuffed chair for 12, 15, 18 hours straight, hugging people, never getting out of the chair, never feeding herself, just, just, holding people and I was fascinated and uh, it seemed a little strange to me then and I loved to hug but then it seemed a little intense but then we went to New York City and I waited in line for eight hours to hug this woman and um, it was one of the most brilliant if not the most brilliant hug that I've ever experienced in my life because it felt very maternal and nurturing and caring And when I talk about hugs, and I do encounter a lot of people that don't want them, I believe that we all, it's part of what sustains us. It's part of what helps us to thrive when we're first born. So I believe that's a need, and it never goes away, but we cover it up with our fears and our insecurities and our, um, as you said, Brendan, about our um, fear of being vulnerable, because it's one of the most vulnerable acts there is. But yet we crave it at the same time as we're resisting and afraid of it. And um, when I hugged Ama, it was like two souls touching one another. And it, was, um, it moved me to tears watching her hug other people. I sobbed all day long watching her hug strangers. It was beautiful what it was exchanged between her and these people, children, and women, and men, and people in wheelchairs. I mean, it, it was like nothing I'd ever seen. And I came back feeling changed and feeling shifted about um, uh, not necessarily around hugs, but something within me and that, that vulnerability with another human. Um, it definitely kicked that open for me, for sure. And um, she still travels every year. I haven't seen her since then, but I would love to again, and, uh, because it's a really moving experience. She's a really beautiful person.
0: Yeah. I I mean, who knows? Like, you know, like given the opportunity, I I would, I would love to meet her uh, as well. Again, just, it's amazing to be able to see someone so dedicated to something that may seem so simple yet again, so important. And, And I like the idea of what you were mentioning, the fact that like, you know, one of the very first things that we experience when we come into this world is a hug is the hug of like the child to the mother's breast. And like, and, Mm -hmm. and I remember hearing somewhere like there's, there's another layer to that about like, just like chemically and just kind of like what's actually happening there. But it's like, it's super, super important. And that's where like, again, sometimes when a child's born and if the first experience is kind of like the doctor picking it up and kind of like disconnecting the umbilical cord and kind of like, you know, doing some doctor stuff and, and then giving it to the mother, it actually kind of like interrupts like some, some kind of like process that, that is again, incredibly vital. So I I love the idea that hugs, they're going to mean different things to different people, but on like this, like primordial level for all of us, it is like this, like super super divine thing of like, oh my god. Like this is literally me feeling like a hug from from you know from divinity, from God. From from like, you know, spirit itself in in that sense. So it's just incredibly beautiful to to again be able to reflect on on the power of free hugs. Vanessa, just doing a quick sound check. Are you still there? I'm not sure if the camera froze, so I just wanted to be able to double check and Otherwise, I'll just keep kind of chit-chatting for a little bit. We might have to just kind of... There we go. Okay. Vanessa, are you still there? Quick check. One, two. All right. Okay. I'm going to call Vanessa back real quick. And we'll, we'll, don't worry. It's not a big deal. So again, like with the idea of, of hugs and everything like that, it's, it's, I, I want to be able to just kind of like hear a little bit about... A little bit more from her talking a little bit more. Oh, there we go. Okay. Hey, Vanessa, you're back. Did uh, Did we lose the laptop connection? Is that what happens?
1: yeah yeah should i go back to try to get that back on or what do you want to do
0: if 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 you can kind of talk for the next little bit and then the next time i'm talking you can kind of like switch to that over and then we'll switch okay. to back yeah it's totally cool we'll just flow with it and stuff like that so um yeah i i wanted to kind of like be able to ask you like in your in your mind in your heart what why do you feel hugs are important from like a spiritual and metaphysical level like why do they what do? what can they do like how do they connect us like just kind of if that if that gives you something to talk about go for it
1: definitely so um beyond uh just the obvious um when babies are born if they're not held in the first six weeks of life they don't connect to their caretakers they don't um, they don't thrive, they don't gain weight, they don't eat. I mean, it's it's pretty serious business as far as just physical touch. But beyond that, what I believe is that if babies, newborns, had the ability to speak um, and be understood, they would be telling us about the wild, cool journey they, they have been on to get to us in the physical realm. That's my theory. And... Because they are the baby forms of anything, and one of my favorite gurus or teachers is Eckhart Tolle in *The Power of Now*, and he talks about newborn um, versions of any creature are so entrancing to us as humans because they are not only innocence but wisdom and light, and they're as close to the source as it gets, you know, what, whatever you call source for yourself, and. Um, I really believe that, so when we reconnect with that, um, whatever age or size we are in our um, development, it it brings us, because people will tell me about me being a good hugger, you know, Vanessa, you're a great hugger, and I'm like, that's really not what it's about, It's that feels great that I am willing to stay in that hug for three breaths, and I'll talk about that, and mindful hugging, that's my that's where I go to with people, but it's what happens between the two of us or the five of us if it's a group hug, you know, it's, it's what happens in that exchange, that sharing. Um, because whether it's a quick hug or a longer hug or it's someone that I know or a stranger, what we share with one another is, um, is where the, the juice is, that's the energy. Exchange and sharing and knowing that it's the same energy, you know, it's it's really brilliant and really cool and and um, that's something that's almost unknowable in terms of our physical form to me because it's so um, uh, it's from the source. It it's what reminds me that we're all one and that we are the same, meaning we're from the same source, so we're the same energy or spirit. And I feel that when I have that exchange with another person, it, it almost immediately—it's really beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and Vanessa, if you wanna if you wanna switch over to your laptop, we can do that now. And and I'll just let you know so you don't miss out on me talking. Uh, I want to be able to just kind of like segue into a little bit more of like the start of your free hug journey after meeting Alma and Just kind of like when when you were just like, I'm gonna like not only am I gonna do this, but like I. F- feel called to this you know like something in my soul is telling me that i need to do this so go go ahead and and can we switch over to your laptop is that going to work
1: um yeah i'm working on that right now it's, oh it's it's not being very cooperative but
0: okay um, D- then should we just stick with the phone for now you you tell me when you're ready to switch over to the laptop and
1: okay so um let's stick with the phone for now okay that's so cool. being very uncooperative no so. worries
0: no worries this works fine so Okay. So, so I, I, yeah, again, you know, like there's, there's a few things that I want to be able to talk about. I, I, one of the things I want to be able to talk about in a minute uh, is even just like the different types of hugs. And we kind of alluded to this, you know, like there's sometimes there's just kind of like the hug that you would just kind of give someone. It's just like, okay, I'll see you later. Bye. But then there's like other, there's like levels to hugs, you know, like there's like kind of what you were saying, the mindfulness hug. There's like mm-hmm. a, a state that you can drop into that's very meditative. And, and again, I love the idea. And, and, and for everybody listening to this, I want you to really reflect on this, that like hugs are one of those, one of the most immediate ways to be able to help, like give people a taste of spirit. If, if that makes sense, you know, to, to just kind of like give them a direct path back to like their own spiritual connection. And, and, and that's like kind of, again, like for, for people who, who who you never know, like sometimes, and and I've experienced this too, in, in my own journeys of hugging where you'll get some people and they'll come up to you and they'll just be like, you have no idea how much this means to me. And without, and sometimes they'll tell you their story, but you know, sometimes you'll hear a story where it's like, I haven't had a hug in like years, you know? And you're just like, Oh my goodness. Like for, for people who are getting hugs on the regular, we know it's, it's valuable, but we forget how vital it is, like how essential it is, and and again, like understanding that the hugs themselves are like a portal. Back to our own divinity, and and that's what I mean. Like when it's just like a regular hug, like that can mean something. But if you're like really hugging, and and especially again, like even even if we're we're just kind of like just kind of like you know gently mentioning it, but obviously like when we think about like you know like sexual intercourse of any form, that involves a lot of hugging. That involves like a lot of you know skin to skin contact, and that obviously is something that intuitively matters to us but there's like an energetic thing that's happening there as well and so again let's get into the the different types of hugs um because there's a few that i wanted to talk about including one that involves like even like sound vibration which which maybe a lot of people haven't even thought about which is pretty pretty fun but go ahead and and tell us a little bit more about following meeting alma where did the journey go from there and when did you kind of like set off on being able to be like i'm gonna I'm going to you know, like pack up my signs in my, in my hug bug, and I'm going to hit the road, and I'm going to do this, and I trust, and I know synchronicity is going to bring the right people to me at the right moment, and, and we can talk more about synchronicity as we go, because that's another thing about free hugs, too, so.
1: Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, after Ama, and, and that was such a beautiful experience, I, a few months later, saw this video um of this man in in some busy city in Turkey uh who was hugging people on the on on a busy city sidewalk people walking by and um he had a blindfold on and a sign that said i trust you do you trust me give me a hug and I, so i'm watching this video of you know the first 10 to 15 seconds nobody hugging him and then people are coming by and and hugging and and how powerful that seemed to me and um, I was again very deeply moved inside so things kept shifting within my psyche about what was meant to to come next for me and um, long before I ever envisioned an initial tour and initially taking it on the road I just thought I want to try right here in my own city um, standing on the sidewalk with a blindfold on and see what happens and um, that was four years ago. That was the first time I, I embarked on this on my own with just a sign and um, an intention that has changed since then. But in the beginning, the intention was I want to offer something to people that may need it. And I want to experiment and try. I want to show them that they can trust me because I'm blindfolded. I'm I'm more vulnerable than ever and you can trust me, you can, um, and I want to offer this this gift to you. And um, that started me, um, you know, four years ago on a beautiful summer night standing in downtown Scranton uh, with my arms wide open and a blindfold on, and um, it uh, it it reminded me in that night that uh, I was on to something that, was not easily going to go away because it shifted me in, in ways, even anticipating doing that, that I could have never imagined because it was just so brilliant and powerful um, of what happened. So I got a lot of different kind. Of, you know, we're talking about different kinds of hugs. So I got hugs that night. I did have people that hugged me that night. One woman said she hadn't been hugged or touched in six months and uh, that impacted me. I had another woman who um, cried and spent 60 seconds telling me about her um, uh, sad marriage and um, then her daughter hugged me next to thank me for helping her mother when all I was doing was standing there. You know, Um, and other people that just hugged and didn't say a word, but um, you know, there were brief hugs, there were longer hugs, and um, Uh, you know I found that people held on uh, some people held on for as long as I did so then there's that aspect of hugs is that it's a mutual vulnerability so when I hold on longer or really sink into that um, that's how I became uh, interested in something that is called mindful hugs because uh, if I sink in and show my own vulnerability then uh, other people often will respond and do the same and Usually when I can hug somebody for more than a couple of seconds, they really sink into it even more than they are in the beginning. And I think there's a reason that after um, when people, Brendan said in the beginning about some people that are nervous at first to try hugs and then they do it, and after a few of them, they're hooked and they want to keep doing it. And I think that's there's there's biology about that too, or physiology that once we start having that physical exchange with another human, it lowers all those high-stressed systems in our body just by the pressure, by the by the closeness, by the synchronicity of the heartbeats and the breathing. Um, it starts to settle down our system. So of course um it would feel good because it feels good <laughs> you know it really physically feels good
0: that's wonderful that's wonderful and 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 I love the idea that that again part of your inspiration came from a video came from somebody else doing it documenting it showing what what they were doing and again, not just with the intention of just like, hey, I'm putting this out on the internet to get likes and stuff like that. But again, a lot of times when we see those free hug videos, it's a call to action for, for anybody to be able to, to, who's seeing it to be like, you can do this where you are too. Like, oh, what's that? Like, you've got a piece of paper and you've got a marker. Like you can make a free hug sign. You can do this. And and, and again, like for, for the people who, who are who are like starting to even just like feel a little bit of inspiration from this like there's so there's levels there's levels to like why these free hugs are important and and again even for for like people within like the paradigm shift community you know like one of the things that we really talk about is the idea of using hugs as a portal for synchronicity allowing yourself to to think you know if you're in that place where you're just like okay I'm in my city and I don't know a lot of other open-minded open-hearted people here not to say there aren't any but i just haven't met them yet guaranteed if you go out there and you do free hugs you will find people who are going to be like i love what you are doing and how do i connect further how can i you know how can i stay in touch with you and again, that's where just kind of like, you know, like plugging the context of here within the Paradigm Shift Central project, a big part of what we encourage is to give people like the shift buttons, which again, just showing those on screen, like the shift buttons, which you wear them, they have the Paradigm Shift Central website on it. And then when people come up and they give you a hug, you're literally giving them a shift button. You're like, here, take this with you. This is a gift. I want you to remember this moment. Go to the website and tune in to the next leading the shift broadcast that, that we have, you know? Know, tune in with a global community of other people who are equally inspired to, to be able to help make a difference in this world. So, again, for the people who are just like, you know, not familiar with the shift buttons, check out the links down in the info at questitemshop.com And when you can get those there, and, and Vanessa, I'm, I'm definitely going to be sending you a special package. So, <laughs> uh. And, and, and again, and, and same with like Vanessa, like we were just talking a bit beforehand. Like I know like she has like her like hug coupon cards and things like that. And that's where, again, for, for people who are doing this, get creative with it. You don't need these buttons. You can make something of your own creativity. You could literally just take a, a piece of paper, fold it up a bunch of times, cut it into pieces and create like a little message on it that just says like, remember you are loved. Or, or even just have like, or you can put a little website on there. Or even in the moment, if you hug someone and you really feel a connection, don't be afraid to just be like, would you like to connect with me on Instagram? And everyone's got like a smartphone in their pocket now. So you can just pull it up and then boom, 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 you're connected there. And again, for, for the project within Paradigm Shift, we encourage people to do the free hugs because we, we use the free hugs also as an invitation for people to continue to meet up at our local Paradigm Shift meetups. So it's like, Doing that builds the tribe. It brings people together and it brings them into that moment. And then it's not just like that moment is just is is fleeting. Sometimes it may be a kind of like a one in a, a one in a moment thing. And that's totally cool. But it's also cool when you can be like, let's meet up again, like come out to our meditation discussion group and let's like build that here. And again, you doing those free hugs has the power to literally change someone's life. By inviting them into that community, by opening them up into a new world, by connecting them to your social media, a website or something like that, essentially reminding them that they are not alone. And and from my own experience, and I'll just share this and we'll pass it back to Vanessa. Again, I've had plenty of experiences in doing free hugs over the years where people will come up to me and then the hug becomes the initiator element for a meaningful Connection, a meaningful discussion, and and that's where like I'll, I'll you know I might tell them a bit about they might ask like you know what's this about and I'll be like oh well I've got like a YouTube channel I make videos of me doing free hugs and it's all about like spirituality and metaphysics and then you see their eyes light up and they're just like oh my god like dude I'm t- i I'm totally into that and I and I've been looking for more people to be able to talk to about this so. When you know in your heart that you walking out the door with the intention of being like, I'm going to do free hugs. Maybe I got shift buttons on me. Maybe I don't, but I got my phone on me. I got a way to connect and I'm going to do this like with the intention to be able to like meet new friends, to be able to meet people in my community, to be able to be that. Again, we use the term like hacking the matrix to be that beacon of light. And especially if you can kind of do this. Like what if you're doing this once a week? What if like every Saturday you're down at the farmers market doing free hugs? What if every Friday you're downtown doing free hugs? People start seeing this and it starts to become a story. And again, this is what's happened where I've done it and people like that's where even in my city people are like you're that free hugs guy. And it's yeah. not and it's not like I'm the only one doing it, right? So so it's kind of it's just kind of cool because in today's day and age, something as simple as free hugs goes incredibly far. It is incredibly powerful. And again, that's why we keep encouraging you to like being a real world super superhero is about using the power of your heart and trusting, 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 trusting the process that the universe will bring the right people to you. And, and those people will be both the people who hug you and the people who just kind of look at you and they're just like, this is different. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe I'm judging it a little bit, but it's still making me reflect on something inside myself and it's, and it's, and it's planting a seed, you know? And and then the next time they see you, they might be like, Hey, I saw you last week. And and I, and I was thinking about it all week and now you're here again. And now I want to give you a hug. Who are you? Tell me a bit about yourself. So passing it back to Vanessa, if there's anything else you just want to add in, like related to that and stuff like that. Um, but, but go ahead and just kind of like, tell us, tell us some more stories about, again, the fact that you have traveled from like city to city, doing free hugs, get on the road, documenting it online, and and also writing this beautiful book and and, and sharing your story. Again, just kind of give us any any highlights or again, just a little bit about what this journey was like for you and and how this has changed you as well, you know? So
1: So, um, yeah, let me talk about the travel and I do wanna talk about um, not just how it's changed me, but how, Especially the people that don't hug me have changed me. So that's been a real amazing journey, um, and I just want to reiterate what Brendan said about all of you out there that are, uh, you know, either working hard at shifting the paradigm or just not knowing what to do. Um, I I really do mean it when I say that it's got to be your own inner work first. That if we carry a light of presence and um, peace and um, compassion and forgiveness out into the world, then that will change the world. Not because we're doing it to the world, but because we're doing it within ourselves. And I didn't know that when I started on my hugging journey. That's been something I've learned across the last four years, but I know it for sure now that it isn't necessarily something I put upon the world, but something that I am in the world, and that helps the world. Um, And that works in the opposite too, in this world of opposites. If I'm putting negative energy or demanding or judgmental energy into the world, then that changes the world too. And that's true for all of us in our human form here, that we influence it by what we're carrying. And, um, uh, you know, me knowing that means that I get to be responsible for my work, my inner work, but I also get to see people as perfectly, perfect as they are. I don't have to do anything to change them or have them be different than they are. And the more enlightened love that I am, then the more that allows the world to, to be where it's at. And um, because in the beginning, when I started hugging, I wanted it to be an offering to the world, because I was still viewing the world as needing something that I had that was special, um, I thought I was doing this very exclusive, loving, caring thing versus um, just being myself in the world and then also thinking, as I said to Brandon before we started, uh, that it was a special thing that I was doing. And so I wanted to have my offering be special and unique from others. So when I started to meet a lot of other people that are doing it through hugging, I felt excited, but also kind of threatened, to be honest. (laughs) You know, like, I thought this was my deal, and how am I going to get, quote unquote, recognized for doing this special thing in the world if all these other people are doing it too? And I came to understand more, again, about myself and how uh, it all gets to be shared with all of us. And um, whatever the form it is you take into the world that best speaks to your creative, deepest, inspired self, then. Carry it there because the message carries whether it's hugging, whether it's music, whether it's uh, you know visual art or um, you know what it is you do for a career. It all carries on the message if you carry that within yourself. And hugging just happens to be the way um, that myself and many people I've come to know just through social media also carry it into the world, which is really beautiful. Um, so I would because I thought. Uh, early on in my hugging experiences that what I was offering was so unique and special I would feel offended so I only did it the one time blindfolded four years ago and then I did started doing it without a blindfold because I wanted to continue to do free hugs but I wanted to try it without the blindfold and say I want to see you eye to eye but then I would see the people that didn't want to hug me and I felt at first again took it really personally or felt offended by that because I didn't understand why people wouldn't want that special offering and then I got to start to deepen my experience of what it's like for people that don't see hugging as something healing I believe it's healing I believe it could actually heal disease and um, emotional conflict and mental health uh, issues, you know, um, I, I believe it could heal a lot of what ails us in this world because touch is so transformative and it reminds us of connection and community, which is important to all of us. Um, but I know a lot of people in their physical form don't want to be touched because they're afraid and they've had bad experiences or been hurt, or, um, you know, so they resist it. They they defend themselves from it because they see it as scary. I completely understand that. And when I started to get beyond taking everybody personally that didn't want to hug, I could deepen that understanding and start to really share with people through my eyes, as you were saying, Brendan, about eye contact. I, I, at first, when people weren't hugging me, I wouldn't look at them because I felt self-conscious. And then I was like, I'm just, I'm an offering, and and people can choose to accept it or not, and that's okay wherever they're at and I started to really look at people and just even if no words were exchanged just to offer this softness and this seeing on my part to these people and it's created these beautiful connections I mean honestly when I stand out in public I I I don't get as many hugs as I get people walking by that won't take a hug so all of I, I don't I, I want to feel like I it's not exclusive like if you don't hug me that you don't get to share in this connection of humanity I I want to share that with everyone and it took me a while to understand that as part of this journey um, in the midst of that I decided I had bought a Volkswagen Beetle that was really old and really beat, and but it was my dream car and I thought it would be fun to take it on the road and and I have another beetle now it's a little bit newer but since I drove my old red one um, I've had a free hug sign in the back window and it's always there and so I get to offer free hugs on the highway every day to and from work or wherever I'm driving and traveling And it just felt like it created this momentum of traveling I love to travel I love to go see new places I've met a lot of people online from different states and I thought I wanna I wanna try to travel and and take this on the road and. So I planned out this trip for 10 days to be on the road by myself. This was the summer of 2017. And um, I picked places based on where I knew people in the south, mainly, southern United States. And um, I uh, packed up my belongings and off I went and just trusted that I would be able to um, create this um momentum wherever I went, whether I had a planned destination or not, whether I had a planned activity or not. And um, uh, that first travel, that first um, tour, I drove over 3,000 miles across the southern United States over 10 days and um, would be in the car some days for seven or eight hours. But I I loved seeing um, different parts of the country. I loved the quiet and the solitude. I loved the different people that I met all along the road. It was really a brilliant experience, and since then I've traveled twice more, and I have another trip planned in in a couple of months so i I just love taking it wherever I feel inspired to go
0: It's beautiful it's beautiful and 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 it's exciting knowing that even for for anybody listening to this. Please be sure to connect with Vanessa, her, her links to her social media. You can find them on screen and in the info and Hey, you know, like if she's traveling towards one of your States might be an opportunity for you guys to like team up and do some free hugs together. So Vanessa, what's your, uh, what what are going to be your next destinations? Just in a general sense, just to give people a little bit of a heads up.
1: So, um, uh, The month of June in the United States is um, really busy with a lot of Pride events because it's um, LGBT Pride Month. So uh, I'm doing some Pride events in Pennsylvania and beyond, Kentucky. Uh, I'm also traveling to in June to do some Pride events. But then in July, I'm traveling to Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm going to be there for two days. And I have no idea the, the plan for that destination has changed so i'm I'm going anyway, and I'm just gonna see how I feel inspired in the city of Atlanta to bring my hugs to the to the community and um, And then I'm hoping to hit Oklahoma City. I have a a friend, a new online friend, two friends there actually that I've met, and um, online only, and one of which is doing a lot with free hugs as well. Her name is Sarah, and um, you know so I wanna. And I'd love to go wherever, even if any of you, um, if you're not sure if I'm heading your way, but you feel like you'd want me to travel there, I believe in being able to manifest whatever I desire in terms of destinations. So um, the money always seems to come, the the accommodations, the supports, and um, I figure it out every time. And... Um, You know, that feels really special, too, is that because I've met a lot of people through this venture, uh, I get to be supported throughout planning for it. So I just figure if someone um, invited me to California or Chicago or Michigan or wherever in in the world, literally, that I'd be able to figure out how to make that happen because I really feel that inspired to do it
0: yeah and and it and just the just the idea is very exciting and and even people like in the live chat right now are there's they're just like free hug tour free hug tour like (laughs) i want to do one of those like like all right let's get our friends together let's let's load up the van let's go and and for for those of you who have been tuned into paradigm shift for for a while the idea of doing a paradigm shift love tour has been totally on the radar for quite a while like literally i think probably like 2000 16 was when I kind of like first planted that seed the only reason it hasn't happened yet is just because like we're just kind of like getting things in order and once I once I'm at once I'm at the point where I can comfortably do that and basically that means you know like having that regenerative monthly income thanks to the support of people in the community who makes this possible so again by supporting Paradigm Shift you're supporting the the opportunity for us to be able to essentially my idea is very similar to Vanessa's which again it's not a it's not a unique idea it's almost like a primordial idea to, yeah, basically I want to be able to travel Canada and the United States, other places in the world too, or to documenting it, meeting up with people such as yourself, anyone online who wants to meet up, doing free hugs, organizing events, doing speaking engagements, doing live broadcasts and all sorts of things. Again, with the intention of like, not only, not only just like spreading the message of inspiration, but literally changing lives like literally and and that's again just kind of like bringing it back to like the power of free hugs like that is what can happen never underestimate like how much one hug can actually change and it, and it might change that person's life or it might change another person who sees you doing it it might change someone who hears about your story and so there's a couple things I wanted to be able to get into. Um, like I said, I wanted to be able to talk about kind of like the different types of hugs. I wanted to be able to get into like my, my sound hug idea, but, but I also wanted to be able to talk about, uh, even just some of your experiences with hugging, you know, a a diversity of people and the, and the different experiences, you know, people of, of like different, different capabilities, people who are, you know, living on the streets and, and, and I've had experiences, uh, with, with that as well. And, and Even for myself, like when I'm when I'm out there, like doing free hugs and stuff like that, as much as it is just like literally, you know, like doing free hugs. A big part of it, because again, when I do free hugs, everyone's kind of got their own style. When I do it, like I'm like skateboarding. So I'm like skateboarding up and down and I'm, and sometimes I'm holding my sign. Sometimes I'm standing there, but I'm always kind of mobile type thing. And when I'm doing this, not only am I like doing free hugs and just kind of like keeping, you know, sharing the love, but I'm also like keeping an eye on things. I, I'm like looking out for people on the street. I'm talking to people like I'm talking to homeless people on the street. I'm giving them change finding out their name, getting to know them. And, and again, just kind of like creating a presence and, and and just like kind of literally, this is this is like the idea that for everybody watching this, hope, hope is such a powerful thing. And it is something that people need in this day and age, right? Because without it, it's very easy to kind of just be like sucked into the abyss of apathy. But imagine you're just kind of like, you know, you're just kind of like, and, and, and it's interesting because this is, this is where, like, sometimes free hugs can actually be, like, almost triggering for some people because they'll be in this place of just kind of, like, apathy and, and kind of, like, just, like, some sort of story where they're just like, life sucks and stuff like that. And then someone with a free hug sign will go by and they'll either, A, get really excited about it or, B, actually get upset about it because they're they're just like, hey, like... I can't be depressed and upset about life if you're standing there with a free hug sign. Like, stop conflicting with the reality that I'm subconsciously creating for myself. And that's where sometimes you'll get people who will actually, like, project their own frustration at you. But I Mm -hmm. think for us, it's incredibly valuable to just still hold compassion for that. Understanding that even the people who don't hug us or who give us a weird look or who might say something, like, they are the people who we are there for too. Like we are, we are again, it, it, the, the hugs aren't just the hugs. It's like the vibration of energy that we create and emit into the field. It's a very, again, this is a very like metaphysical thing where if you could see someone standing on a free hug on, on a corner doing free hugs, there's what it looks like physically. But then if you were to like see it with your third eye open, you would see this like energetic pattern pulsating from their heart. And again, it's kind of like interfacing with other people's feels and everything like that. And so again, like that's where sometimes a very simple technique and, and, and there is like, there's right ways and wrong ways to do free hugs. And we can get a little bit into that is, um, one thing is that like, if people come up to you and they're just kind of like looking at you or maybe they might say something to you, one thing that I sometimes do it's usually kind of like my go-to thing is I'll just kind of or even if they just kind of go and they're just kind of like half smirking I'll just be like free smiles too and they're just like they're just like oh okay you got me like I'm smiling now and like I can't not smile because you made me smile type thing and and again you know just kind of like holding 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 true to to your own courage knowing that you're not there to please everyone but but you are making a difference and again the right people will find you. And, and, and yeah, like I said, let's, let's talk a little bit. Let's do that. Let's talk a little bit about hug etiquette. Um, I also want to be able to create space for giving a couple shout outs. I, I know there's some of your friends who you want to give some shout outs to some mutual friends of ours and, and also it's, any more stories. And again, kind of talking a little bit about, you know, hugging with a different diversity of people, any stories from that, but I'll just share real quick again, you know, for people who are thinking about doing free hugs, there is a right way and a wrong way to do free hugs. And this comes from me. Like this is something where like, I've always kind of like intuitively like found the right way to do it. But basically I've had to kind of create a dialogue to be able to communicate these um, instructions. For example, if I'm like doing free hugs and and, and again, sometimes you've, you've people have seen me with videos with this where all like bring multiple signs and I'll give out hug signs to multiple people. And I'll basically create like like a hug explosion that just begins to like ripple. And then eventually it's like, you know, there's like 20 free hug signs all across like a, a street or, you know, it might be at a festival. It might, and and I've done it at free pride parades and stuff like that. Like even as Mystic Spider-Man and stuff. But sometimes if, if I feel it's necessary, I will communicate to someone. Like remember, like consent is always the most important thing never, you, you should never have to like chase after someone for a hug, always let them come to you. And and this is, and and this is again, coming from, you'll see this sometimes where I've done it a lot of times, like during bar night with people who get pretty excited and maybe they're a little drunk and maybe there's like, you know, some like a lot of like attractive people around and stuff like that. And primarily this happens with males is that, you know, they'll hold this hug sign and they're just going to like, and they're just going to be like, Okay, I'm going to I'm going to get some hugs from some pretty girls. And 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 that's kind of like their excitement in that moment. So I kind of have to remind them and be like, remember, this is about integrity and this is about holding space. This isn't just about a popularity contest. Let them come to you and respect that, and they will come to you. And I really just communicate to them like like eye to eye and they're just like they're like, okay. Okay, okay, I get it, I get it. I needed to hear that type thing. And once they hear that, then they kind of get on board. But without those instructions, sometimes I've seen this happen with people where they'll like... Almost be like running around giving people free hugs without people like fully consenting. Like, you know, they might go up to someone and give them a hug without that person actually being like, oh, like I'm okay with this, you know? So, again, for anybody doing free hugs, there's a variety of tactics. You can do it walking and and you allow yourself to kind of traverse the streets. Maybe you're at a festival. Maybe you're at a parade. You can do it stationary. Stationary is always very useful and you let people come to you. And that's where when you're doing it stationary, it's very important to be able to like pick and choose your location, find. And this is where, again, you, you also there, there there are times where like doing free hugs again because it's a vulnerable thing. Safety is a priority. And this is where if you feel like you just like are a little too vulnerable. One thing that I recommend is doing free hugs with like a, a wall to your back that way. So you have like a 180 degree scope of, of where things are coming from. There's no surprises. You don't have to worry about somebody coming up from, from behind you and like giving you a bear hug. Um, that has happened to me. Like I've had like people kind of like surprise hug me and they'll just give me this huge hug. And you know, like, I'll, I'll just be like, okay, like that's not quite what I wanted, but you know, I'll, whatever, I'm not going to get too upset. The intention was there, but just be aware that like, yeah. And, 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 again, for other people who are just kind of like thinking about doing free hugs and they're on the fence about doing free hugs, doing it with a friend is also highly recommended, especially, and, and, and. Again, I I, I hate to say this, quote unquote, I hate to say it, but it's again, safety is priority. If you're a female, just kind of doing it with a friend is a recommended thing. It's a good idea. Um, again, because it is a vulnerable thing and you've really got to pick and choose your places. Like, are you going to be doing it during bar night? And if you are, you're going to be running into people who are going to be intoxicated. Are you going to be doing it at a farmer's market? If you do it there, it's probably going to be more friendly. So maybe that's where you want to start. So kind of work your way up, you know, like you don't have to go into like full, just because you've seen me do it on a video, like in the middle of bar night and, and stuff like that doesn't mean you have to do it. And another thing, and this is like still something that I'm, that I'm actually um, like moving into a little bit more, is, is again like different areas of the city are going to have different diversity to them, and and there are going to be people there, and 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 this is where like this is where like, for me, like in my city right now, and I, and I know this is just a microcosm of a macrocosm, there is an issue with like narcotics, and there are some parts in the city where there are people who are like using in the middle of the day and you have to be careful. You have to be careful about like who you're, you're where you're putting yourself in, in terms of position. So don't put yourself in unnecessary vulnerability and, and potentially in a place where somebody who, a- again, like this is safety is priority. Like you don't want somebody coming up to you who again, may be high on something and kind of like giving you a hug that was just like, whoa, that was not cool or something like that. So and that's where, like, for me, like, I'm in this process where, like, stuff has been happening in my city that is, like, not cool in terms of just, like, like again, like, people using and, and our downtown has been looking really rough. But at the same time, I'm just like, that is, like, why I want to go down there. Like, it needs love. It is hurting. It needs love. And so, like, for me, it's, like, finding that balance where it's, like, how can I still help these people without kind of, like, putting myself too much into the situation and like honestly guys like i hate to say this but like it's kind of scary but i genuinely feel because it's my intention to start getting back into doing more free hugs and, and i'm gonna be like live broadcasting it i genuinely feel that if i were to hang around a certain area of downtown doing free hugs it would literally be only a matter of time until I came across someone who was probably overdosed. And this is where, like, actually, like, I'm planning on getting uh, one of the kits for, um, oh, crap, I forget the name of it. But it's for people who have, like, overdosed on fentanyl and it's like a nasal spray to be able to, like, help them until the EMS comes up. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's, again, every city is going to be different, but it's, like, just be aware. But I'm just kind of, like, sharing some of my stories where it's, like, for me, like, this is kind of, where i'm like choosing to take some of my free hugs and knowing that like again as light guardians we need to bring ourselves into the shadows but you need to do it in a way that's going to be your safety as a priority and a way that's going to be comfortable so just be aware that like there's degrees of how you can do free hugs i recommend you start off in the way that is going to be the most comfortable and the most safe for you and then just kind of like Be very intuitive about where and when you're doing free hugs. Don't be overly trusting, so to speak, or else you're going to be finding yourself in in an overly vulnerable situation. So again, that's just going back to the idea of the right and wrong ways of doing free hugs. With free hugs, there comes responsibility. So... Um, yeah. So, so just kind of like keeping that in mind, I just wanted to be able to share that. So, um, Vanessa, any, any thoughts again on just kind of like the, the etiquette of doing free hugs and what techniques you have found that have worked for you or preferred techniques or, or have you ever seen, have you had encounters with people who have maybe kind of like not been always like super pleasant or or anything like that, any sort of insight that you might be able to share? So,
1: um, in terms of etiquette, I same thing I don't um approach people physically unless they verbalize or show me that they want to hug or approach me my typical I walk around so my typical approach is to stand in one spot usually downtown or to walk around with my sign on I prefer to wear the sign so that it's easy I don't have to carry anything and um people will approach me. Sometimes I'll ask people, would you like a hug, especially if they make eye contact and seem like they're on the fence. Um, but, um, you know, I really, what I believe about us as human beings is, is if, if we're off, if we want to offer something genuine but there's fear that lives in us, then that's going to show with what we're offering anyway. So, we should always, you're right, take care of ourselves. I mean, there's times that I Feel like I want to go out and hug, but I something in me doesn't feel fully inspired, so I don't go. And I really trust, have come to trust that in myself as making it a genuine offering for sure. And um, you know, I I I will go out to events in particular. Sometimes I'll just decide to wear it in the grocery store, or um, you know, uh, it's very spontaneous and impromptu. Other times it's more planned. Um, but I, I always almost always either have someone with me or um, feel completely at ease in the in the vicinity that I'm in. And I agree. I want to um, I don't want to I want to share what I have to offer with everyone, but I also have to keep in mind where my own um, boundaries are, and that's okay to have those. I've only Um, Oftentimes women especially will ask me, you know, and I've I've roughly tallied how many hugs I've given in the last four years, and it's around, you know, 3,300, something like that. Um, And uh, out of that, there has been maybe two that have felt either physically intrusive, invasive, or not comfortable and but that's a lot of times a person's first question well do you get a lot of weird hugs Or and I really don't and um, I don't know that that has any specific explanation except that what I'm offering is genuine and what people receive from it is a very genuine receiving um, and uh, exchange and a lot of what guides my process about what I do in terms of hugging etiquette or how I approach people is the space that I hold. So um, h- through hugging, and I write about this in my book, and I do have a couple stories I definitely want to share. But um, you know, one of the it's taught me a lot about present moment awareness, and I've really learned about holding space. And what I mean by that is to just be a presence on a sidewalk, at a festival, um, in a group of people. I am with the sign on or without or with one of my t-shirts on, I'm holding space for the people there and for myself. And if I'm just being my own light and being a presence, it doesn't matter if one person or a 100 people hug me. It doesn't matter if other people negatively respond because some people do. They either get offended or they get scared. I can see it on their body language. They steer their children away from me instead of encouraging them to come to me. And I've learned over time to really have compassion, as you said, and understanding for all of these perspectives. And um, you know, I I had a a woman hug me a few years ago who appeared homeless and had all her belongings on her and with her and her dog, and who said to me, when I offered her a hug, well you probably don't want to hug me because I stink. I said, I, my hugs are here for everyone and it was a really beautiful exchange for me to be able to really be an offering to anyone. And it's okay if we're not. It's okay if we feel scared or self-conscious, but I, I've gone through and continue to go through all of those experiences when I offer hugs. but. Um, this weekend, I'm going to be offering hugs at a local mental health awareness um, walk in Scranton. And when I did that for the first time two years ago, I felt like I had all these preconceived notions about people with quote-unquote mental illness or mental health diagnosis not wanting to be touched, not wanting to have someone there offering hugs. And I couldn't, it couldn't have been farther from the truth, but I had to challenge that within myself and I got to do that through that experience. So um, I've had a variety of experiences over the years, hundreds of people that have left a, a deep impression on me, but a couple stories that are really delightful. One was um, the first time that I had done hugging, and um, so I was blindfolded, and um, there were some pretty memorable hugs, but there was most people when they hugged me when I'm blindfolded. so. Um, if a hug feels different with a blindfold on because you don't have that sense, it's really, I, I'm amazed at how much I rely on my sense of sight in my day-to-day living. And people, most people that would hug me when I'm blindfolded would not speak to me. They would just touch my wrist or my arm to let, to let me know that they were coming in for a hug. And one particular hug that I had that still to this day is a picture on uh, one of my business cards. My wife has been with me many times and taken photos. So um, that's really enabled me to capture a lot of the moments. And um, and on this first time, when I was blindfolded, uh, I felt all of the sudden someone in my arms. I, they had not touched my arm. They hadn't said a word. they were immediately in my arms with their arms wrapped around me and it was very it felt very intimate very quickly but it felt natural and it felt deep and um, connected and before that several people had hugged me but they had been fairly brief hugs nice ones but brief and this person uh, hugged me for about 10 seconds and so in terms of hugging etiquette sometimes I'll feel like okay we've been hugging long enough I can let go now and I started to do this with this person and they actually pulled me in a little bit tighter and we both actually exhaled together so we uh, he held on to me long enough for us to sink into each other's breathing and we both let out the sigh and sunk into this deep meaningful even more profound hub. Uh, it was brilliant and then to see the photos of it afterward were absolutely breathtaking because you could see both of our uh, energies so fused together from that moment being captured. It was it was very profound um, and so that helps me remember to be present to um, allow that breath to just exhale out of us so we can literally relax into the physicality of a hug. Um, And then my last tour, which was in Florida, I just went through the state of Florida. Um, Brendan talked about triggering people. My focus there with a uh, a former classmate from college, we traveled together for seven days in Florida. And our focus was veterans, who a lot of which have post-traumatic stress disorder or other issues related to serving in the military. And we really wanted to touch their lives as much as we could, but many of them did not want to be touched that we met and many facilities um before we would go in had said, you know this is this could either be very healing or very triggering for the people that we serve. We really need to be careful about that and it, it again gave me another perspective about touch and the importance of it, but the fact that it's so intense can create this anxiety in others. And um, when I started out on the trip from Pennsylvania, I was flying to Florida to meet up with my family and my friend to travel with. And there was a woman in the airport who I wore the free hug sign in the airport. And as we were going through security, started to engage me in conversation as a curiosity of, you know, what's this about? Where are you going? Who are you? and we talked all the way to the plane which we were traveling on together I ended up in the airport giving her a copy of my book she and her husband and we ended up having these deep beautiful profound conversations for hours about um, death and dying and spirituality and what I believe and what she believes and um, you know giving free hugs to strangers versus really needing to know someone to give them a hug and um, Uh, By the time we got to Florida, and we were both going our separate ways, um, she looked at me and said, "Um, may I please stand here in the baggage claim area in Florida, may I please pray with you to have safe journeys in your trip here. And clasped my hands, and we are both crying, and that wouldn't have happened potentially never have happened if I had not allowed that vulnerability but then gone further and allowed myself and this other person to have an exchange where on the surface it could seem that we're very different but we both were able to see each other's um, humanness and similarity with one another and it was it was brilliant it was um, one of the most profound not only hugs but exchanges with another human being about what I do and and how that speaks to me and for her to be able to tell me the same for herself what speaks to her so you know it's another example not just of the power of the hug but also the power of what it is that carries each of us and inspires each of us that may not be related to hugs or may feel like it's so far away from physical contact because of all that we've learned and and experienced in our lives and to just allow ourselves to offer to the world what feels most genuine and organic to ourselves for sure.
0: Oh, that's, that's beautiful. And, and again, Vanessa, just like on a, on a, on on an entire scale of just like everything that we've been talking about, like sincerely, just like, thank you. Thank you for, for doing everything that you do for all of that you are. And, and again, for planting the seeds and for making the difference and for helping lead the shift. And, and it's moments like that, that again, you know, people are just, there are going to be, some people are going to be like free hugs. Like that's not going to change the world. But it does because it can change one person's world like mm-hmm. that in the same way you remember that moment, you remember that conversation. I'm sure that woman remembers it, too. And and who knows who knows, like how that inspired her, who knows, like what action she might have taken from there. She could have made her own free hug sign and been like, if she can do it, I can do it type thing. So, again, it's just incredibly, incredibly amazing to just be able to reflect on the power and the simplicity of hugs, of free hugs. And so I wanna be able to, as we're getting close to um, the the later half of the broadcast, uh, for everybody in the live chat, huge shout out to everybody here. Thank you guys so much for joining and for just sending so much love within the live chat. I wanna be able to invite you to get your questions ready and when we let you know, you can ask those in the live chat. So any questions that you might have for Vanessa, please feel free to be able to share those. A couple of the topics that I wanted to be able to get into um, is again, I wanna be able to just like hit upon uh, some like practical ideas for for different types of hug techniques, such as, and we've we've alluded to this, kind of like these meditative hugs, I'm going to talk about this, and I also want to be able to give some shout-outs to to some other free huggers that that we know and love, and um, I also, what else did I want to be able to talk about? Um, I I want to even just like, I mean, we've kind of touched about it it a little bit more, but I want to be able to invite you to talk a little bit about uh, your thoughts on being able to think about mental health differently because again like mental health is 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 definitely related to to the power that free hugs can have in terms of just being able to be in that space of like feeling connection and feeling just like that presence of someone else and feeling heard. Um, so if there's anything there that we want to be able to talk about, and then just kind of a little bit of just, again, you know, giving people here a little bit more of that inspiration and that call to action of what the future can look like. And this is where, again, for, for the Paradigm Shift Central Project, like our objective is to literally have at least one shifter in every city. As like, as big as that is, as simple as that is, So, I want you, the listener, to be like, hey, you know, like maybe I'm going to be the first one to do free hugs in my city. And what does that idea feel like? And maybe again, maybe you feel a little bit nervous, but maybe you feel a little bit excited. And I definitely remember. Like there were times where, where even for me doing free hogs, it was a mixed feeling of emotions where, where I, the best way I can describe it is sometimes it feels like it's almost like jumping out of a plane, like with a parachute, obviously, but it's just kind of like, it's like, uh, do I want to, do I want to, do I want to, okay, I'm doing it. And then it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yay. So, <laughs> and, um, another thing I actually, just going back, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this first. Um, I wanted to be able to just, uh, cause this was actually a comment that was brought up in the chat. What can we do to be able to help, like protect our energies, uh, either while we're doing free hugs or maybe after we're doing free hugs? Because again, I'm sure there are going to be some people that are just going to be like, I know my, I know what my energy is like, and I know I'm very empathetic, and maybe I'm like very sensitive to being in other people's fields, and and for that reason, I'm a little bit nervous about doing free hugs because I feel like if I do it, it's going to be like draining for me, and 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 I do find that like with free hugs it can be a bit of both. It can be like in the moment, it can be like very uplifting, but then afterwards you really just kind of like got to take some time to just kind of like decompress, go connect with nature, go take a shower or something like that. Get some food into you. Cause it is a very like energetic thing. And it is literally you like giving service, giving your energy, holding space. So, so absolutely understand that like there is kind of like a way to be able to like manage yourself while you're doing free hugs and and I know some people were talking in the chat <clears throat> even the idea of like using crystals and things like that and 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 I I remember having that idea a long time ago um about like being able to have a crystal uh as something where like it, if, if if someone is like projecting energy at you, the energy is like absorbed by the crystal and not so much by yourself. Again, this is kind of like a belief pattern, but the belief in itself can encode the crystal with that intention. So for some people, you, you could think about that. Again, whether it works, that's something that you would kind of have to test and find out. But find like a crystal, keep it with you, keep it in your pocket. Maybe there's a specific type of crystal and then kind of have that idea that like, okay, when people hug me, yeah, I'm in the moment with them. But the crystal... Itself is like a buffer and then afterwards I'm going to cleanse the crystal and it's going to be like a little bit of like a force field a little bit of a a, 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 like an alchemical processing shield that's just going to like help me uh, not take on so much of the energy but yeah just kind of going back to that and then we'll go into the hug techniques Uh, any experience or techniques or tips for, for people just in terms of like you know kind of grounding their own energy as they're doing free hugs and, and just kind of like what they might be able to do to, to kind of like prevent like hug burnout, uh, so to speak, which is not a term I've ever said before, but it does make sense because it can definitely be a thing. And And, 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 and again, maybe some of your own experiences with that. And, and one last thing, just going back to that idea that you were talking about of noticing that there are times where you're just like, I don't feel like doing free hugs today, you know, and, and just kind of like the process of honoring that the intuitive process. Cause I felt that too. Some days where I'm just like, I'm going to do free hugs. And then other days I'm just like, not today, not today. Like today, today, I just need to kind of just like walk through downtown, just kind of like in my own energy. But, but again, just kind of going into that topic. What are some maybe tips and, and thoughts on the idea of like protecting our energies or grounding our energies if we're out there doing free hugs and in people's fields?
1: So, um, uh, specifically for me, uh, it definitely speaks to knowing that you feel like you want to be in the space to do that before you go do it. Um, I was invited a couple months ago to go to a local daycare, a friend of mine asked me to go there and offer hugs throughout the day to the teachers, the staff, um, parents and children and um, I really wanted to do it, it was on my radar for a while. But then that day, I felt very isolated and cocooned and um, self-reflective, like I didn't want to be out in the world. So I chose not to go, and I felt a lot better not going, like to just trust that energy. Um, But to go to holding our own space, I think the more that we hold our own space and we understand that even though we are being of service to the world, that ultimately the world doesn't need us to take care of it per se, but if we hold our space in an authentic, genuine way, then um, no one else's energy is going to take from my energy, for sure. But if there's something that would make me feel protected, whether it's a crystal, whether it's a special bracelet, whether it's my sign, something that would help me to feel like I was able to um, have that energy be in exchange versus a giving away of it or a taking from me of it, um, where I... I tend to get more energized the more hugs that I give, so I was at a festival here in Scranton a couple of weeks ago and I was on my feet for five hours giving hugs and um, I felt completely jazzed and energized because I don't know for sure if every energy exchange was necessarily one that felt compatible with mine, but uh, it just that physicality, that squeezing, that holding, all felt very nurturing and nourishing to me. And so I think if you are of a belief system that you are concerned about your energy and protecting that, then do what you normally would to help help keep your energy intact so it doesn't feel like it's either leaking or leaving you or that someone could potentially you know, take that from you. Um, but to do your best to again what I call hold your space to be present with your space. Um, when I spoke earlier about hugs and mindful hugging, it's not my original idea, but it was um TikNot Han wrote about it and it is a mindful hug is considered to be a hug that is three full breaths. And if you think about it, probably the majority of the hugs you have in your in your life are not three full breaths. I know they aren't in mine. And that is, I don't know, 25 seconds long, which is not all that long. But for a hug, it feels long. But three full breaths allows the body to really relax into the hug and into the, um, the synchronicity between two people. And that's where I think that's how um, I became much more um, sure within myself that I wasn't losing or... Um, um potentially losing any of my energy when I hug another person, no matter what the circumstance, because there's so uh I allow for that space for both of us to kind of be there. Um there are times though, honestly, it's what it's when it speaks to me before I even go. That's really what I've learned to tune into is um whether it's feeling like a genuine thing that I can I can shine in the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, you know, like for everybody here, I've said this before, and I'll, and I'll say it again, like, your job is to take care of yourself. And, and And in doing so, like that allows you to like show up for whatever, whatever the universe brings at you. So like, if you're feeling like, okay, I'm gonna go out and do free hugs today. Maybe that means like just kind of like taking some time to like meditate beforehand, get some good food in you, get some get your energy like nice and aligned. But at the same time, it's interesting because like I'm not trying to say that you need to be like super up, up, up to par jazz mode, like ready to do free hugs with a big smile on your face all the time because straight up, there are going to be times where you may be having a sad day. You may be feeling a little low. But if you're out there doing free hugs, that may actually be a way to kind of like help heal you. Like, And, that, and that's kind of the thing is that like, that like a lot of times we're thinking, it's like, oh, we're giving, we're giving, we're giving hugs. But absolutely, sometimes it's like, oh, like I needed this too. Like this was important for me. And, and, and to just be able to like, again, you hear that sometimes if like people are kind of like depressed, whether, whether it be clinical or otherwise, one of the best ways to be able to get them out of their depression is to help other people you know? And so just to kind of like, keep that in mind that if you're feeling like, you're just like, you know, I'm a little apathetic. I'm a little bored with life. Like this isn't, you know, I'm I'm tired of being alone and everything like that. Doing something like free hugs can, can bring you into that place of purpose, bring you into that place of service. And you're seeing people and they're just like, thank you. Like, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having the courage to do this. Because I guarantee you there, it's, it's really weird when we, when we look at the way the culture's you know, functioning. And we just see people just kind of like walking by and everyone's ignoring themselves. Everybody's in their own bubble. I guarantee you, it is not the fact that everybody wants that. It's just the fact that that's what we've been conditioned to. And when you be that, that interrupting pattern, that shifter, that light guardian, that hacker within the matrix, people get excited about that. And they're just like, Oh my God, something different. Yes, finally, you know, it's like kind of like a similar thing. Like we think that if we're like on a bus and we're talking and people, and no one's talking to each other, it's not actually because no one actually wants to talk to each other. I guarantee you, if you're like sitting there and there's like, you know, an, uh, someone next to you and you just kind of like ask them how their day is or just be like, Oh, that's a cool book you're reading. Or just kind of be like, how was your day today? And just kind of spark up a conversation. They'll probably talk to you. You know, like we, we, we think that we're strangers, but like we are actually community and and doing something as simple as free hugs is a great way to to be able to remind people of that. And again, what happens if it becomes more common? Free hugs is not just this like thing that you see once on the internet. Like what if there is literally a habit where people are doing free hugs in every single city? And what if that person maybe you who can help initiate that and you can really, again, just kind of like it's something that will play out over time. You know, it, it's going to make a difference in that one day. But like if it plays out, like if you're doing it and then you do it again and then other people are doing it, it's going to play out over time. and It's going to give even more people that motivation to just kind of like live their fullest life. Because, again, it's like by us doing this, by Vanessa, by me, by anybody else who's out there doing this you give permission to do it too and and it's that idea of like being a permissionary you know i i kind of like that term and and just by you living your authentic joy it gives other people the the literal and the subconscious and the conscious permission to do the same and that is like that is what we need that is what more people need they need to know that it's okay for them to be weird to be artistic to be loving to be a voice in this like kind of like voiceless world sort of thing and and honestly if, if you just want to look if, you, if you're looking for like a quick a quick explanation as to like you know like how meaningful hugs are, I guarantee you like go, invite a child to do free hugs and they will be like well yeah duh that's like obviously the coolest thing to do duh like obviously like I've you know maybe they've seen people do it maybe they've seen their favorite superhero mystic spider-man do it like I don't know like straight up I know there's like a lot of like younger people who have seen my videos and they're just like whoa like That is so cool. And and we need to have that vibration of like free hugs being cool. And I've had that experience of like being able to do free hugs with like younger people, youth and everything like that. And, and to just like, and and even just to like, there's been times at paradigm shift meetings where some people would come and they would have like their child with them. And I would just be like, be like, yo, like, okay, man, like you're leading the way. And they would lead the pack like with a free hug sign. And we're just kind of supervising at a distance. There's footage of this. And you just like see them like running down the street just like ready to give free hugs. And this is like literally like as an example, this is like my friend's like five-year-old kid. And to just see the look on people's faces, like I'll have to post a video of this because I do have it. But you just like see people with like looking at this little kid with a free hug sign and this big smile on his face. And you're just like, oh my god there is hope for this world. There is hope for this future. This kid gets it, you know? And that's the thing. The kids, they get it. So like, if you're if you're able to, to connect with a kid or maybe you've got like a, a son or maybe you've got like a niece or a nephew or a brother or a sister and you want to be able to like do free hugs with them and just kind of, you know, share one of the videos online and just kind of be like, hey, like, do you want to go do this sometime? And just kind of like supervise and hang out with them and stuff like that follow their excitement because I guarantee you like they'll just be intuitively in that space where they're just like this is what is needed this is so cool this is a superpower making people smile is important simply for the fact that it is like helping people and kids get that kids get that we as adults we we kind of like lose track of this and stuff like that so so shout out to all of the little junior shifters uh out there and, and again you know like I, I as doing like mystic spider-man like when there's, there's a video, you see this where I'm like doing it at like comic book day and, and I would like do free hugs. And then to have that moment where like, I, I like, you know, this kid's like meeting a superhero in this moment. It's meaningful for them. But then for me to be able to remind them, be like, remember, like the real power is the power of the heart is right here. And then I'm like straight up, like making eye contact with them. And they're just like, I know Spider-Man. I know. Like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You don't even have to tell me. I already know. And then I'm like, awesome. Here, take this with you. And I give them the free hug sign. And they're just like, yes. And then they take it with them. They they bring it with them in their backpack. They take it with them. Or or maybe again, like, sometimes it's not always the sign. Sometimes it's literally like the shift buttons that says free hugs. Like, I know there's a lot of people who have gotten the free hug shift buttons Quick story, shout out to our friend Joe, who's, like, within the Paradigm Shift community, I was talking to him the other day, he works in the ER, and he wears his free hug shift button on his badge, on his uniform, and he says, like, every single day, it makes people smile, every single day, people are just like, dude, I need a hug, and and it just, like, connects them and stuff like that, so, so again, just going back to that, that bigger story, of you know like the the idea that we present paradigm shift central as being a real world interactive game to help shift consciousness part of the way you play the game is by making people smile by connecting them back to their heart by by helping them feel love in the present moment by inspiring them so for every person that you make spa- smile That's one point, you know? So, like, without even having to keep track, just know that, like, that's that's you playing the game and, and you're learning from that. The more you do it, the more that you're able to just be in that mode where it's just like, oh, sweet, it's a Saturday afternoon. I'm down in the farmer's market. I got my free hug signs in my bag. Let's do it like let's just do it and it's not just this like oh I'm scared type thing but it's like let's do it and the, and you create the habit of it the habit of it is so important so anyways, I just wanted to be able to share that um, I w- okay so let's let's move into the the hugging techniques the advanced hugging techniques maybe maybe it's advanced maybe it's just alternative techniques and uh, and then from there let's um, uh, allow just kind of like any other topics uh, again I kind of want to talk if there's closing thoughts on mental health what the future looks like uh, shout outs to other friends and then questions And then we're going to end it off. Vanessa is going to lead us with a little bit of a closing mindfulness meditation of some sort. And then from there, it will. uh, Yeah, we'll send everyone on their way and you guys will continue to carry the shift with you as well. So with um, some ideas of some hugs and and, uh, just alternative ways that you can do it, as Vanessa was saying, one of the ways is like the mindful hug where it's like connecting with the breath. Super, super valuable, and there's a couple ways you can do this. You can either synchronize your breath where it's like both inhale, both exhale, or you can alternate it where one's inhaling, one's exhaling, and it's literally like this yin-yang where it's like and it, and it becomes that motion. And if you're comfortable with a person, again, maybe this is something that you're doing more with a friend. Like it depends on who the person is, right? It's going to be something that it's going to be like, you almost want to like get, you want to get their permission first, or, or if it's a person on the street and you're just kind of following their lead, sometimes it's spontaneous. And then like that in itself, you allow yourself to kind of close your eyes and you're just kind of sinking into this space and just kind of like imagine like a white light, just kind of like growing between your hearts and and you can just like really feel it. Again, almost like it's it's a very it can be a very psychedelic experience. A couple other techniques, and this is what I mentioned earlier, is the idea of doing a sound vibration hug. So this is where like you're literally hugging and you're doing some version of a mantra. So for example, it could be OM. it could be oh. And if two people are doing that or even just one person, Not only do you like feel it, but it's like, it's it. And then if you're in that meditative space, it can like activate visuals. It can activate colors. It can activate like chakras. It can be like very, very interesting. And again, and that's something where you can combine either of these techniques into even if you're like with a partner and, and you're just being, you know, like intimate with each other, just sit there. So both of you are spine straight and just hugging each other. One person kind of with their legs wrapped around the other and you're just sitting there and you're just like in that moment. And again, it it brings us back to this feeling that I think is so like, it's like, it's like being back in the womb, you know, it's, it's very much that similar feeling. And again, I think that's why hugs are so valuable and so meaningful to us. Because when we do it, they're just like, oh, my God, this is literally like getting a hug from the mother, you know, like the womb, the like love of the entire universe in this moment. Or maybe it feels like a hug from the father, whatever it feels like for you. And so the other last thing that I'll share in terms of different hug techniques is also to be able to hug. um, Normally, we hug like right arm over. If you hug left arm over, then you're hugging heart to heart, and I'm sure Vanessa, have you, have you you're, you're aware of this too, and may, and I'll pass it over to you just to even get your thoughts and any other techniques. So that's a simple one where. For everyone, when you hug, normally put your right arm over it. that's what you're used to. Try it the alternative way, and that actually puts it more heart to heart because your heart's like a little bit left of center and and then when you do that, it more kind of aligns the heart so you so you can kind of like find that version as well so um Vanessa, passing it over to you any other any other hug techniques we can think of or, or just your thoughts on the ones mentioned?
1: um definitely the heart to heart. I just found out about that a year ago I don't know if really was ever tuned into that, and it's contra intuitive to the way that we typically hug each other. Um, I, I, we typically go in the opposite direction, believe it or not, because when someone first pointed it out to me, it felt very awkward to go heart-to-heart, to go the opposite way, um, but it that does create a different kind of energy. Um, nothing else about hugging techniques except that I often, as Brendan said, I'll offer high-fives to people if they don't want to hug. Um, in the midst of the winter, when some people are concerned about germs, I will do elbows if they don't even want to touch hands, or, um, you know, a, a lot of times kids will um, want to come up but be afraid to hug, and I totally honor that in anyone, adult or kid, but um, will often do a high five, and that's really cool and fun. And, um, so just engaging people, I love to engage people wherever they're at, and if that is Simply a smile or eye contact, or it's some other kind of physical contact that's not a hug that they're comfortable with. That's really beautiful too. And then I do have people that want to do the group hug, and that's really fun. And it's um, physically a little different, but it's still that connection of several people kind of wrapping their arms around each other. It's really brilliant.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 just a, a couple other things that came to mind while we were sharing that. I'll just share. Uh, with the group hug again another technique like oh my god there's there's probably like way so many techniques I want people in the comments to leave your comments if, we're, if you if you got ideas for hug techniques one of them is like a cinnamon hug and, and the basically the way how you do this is that you have uh, basically like say there's like five people what you do is you all hold hands and then one person on the end kind of like turns themselves into their own arm and then the next person turns around then and it, it, it's like a cinnamon roll right so it just kind of like rolls in on itself and and then, like, this is kind of, like, a way where, like, the person in the middle is kind of like this, but everyone else is kind of wrapped around. And then when you're in that group hug, again, the group hugs are super powerful because you can kind of, like, feel that moment where you kind of become one organism. And you can kind of feel this gentle sway where it's, like, no one's actually trying to move, but everyone's just kind of moving. And it becomes this very, like, organic breath-like org-like organism thing. And it's just, like, and you're just there. And then again, if, and then if you do like mantras while you're in that space, like that can be super powerful. So again, for people who are like, you know, in community events or doing paradigm shift communities. We've done those at our paradigm shift communities, super, super powerful as well. And, and absolutely. The other thing I'll mention, um, yeah, like with kids, uh, when I've like done like hugs with kids, like, you know, like sometimes I'll just be like, be like super high five, like as a question, it'd be like super high five question mark. And then they'll be like, yeah, super high five, you know? So you can kind of like make it fun and everything like that. And the other thing that I'll just suggest, and I think this may be it for, for the things off the top of my head is when you're doing a hug, this can literally be for like anyone when you're doing a hug feel free to say something meaningful to that person when you're hugging them and the one of the, one of my go-to things that i say to someone is it was very simple but very powerful is literally to just say to them as you're hugging them just be like you're doing great and and you just say that you're just like you are doing great and, and, and if you want to say more than that, you can, but I, I, I assure you that there are people who not just the hug, but the fact that you say that they'll just be like, Oh dude, like, thank you, man. Like you have no idea. This week has been so hard. And for, for you to say that, to not even know who I am, to not even know what I've gone through, but just to hear that from you, to hear that affirmation, that validation, that, that confirmation from you, like, Oh my God, I needed that. So, so again, just those simple words, you're doing great. Remind people of that. Cause again, everybody is, everybody literally is doing great. So again, use the hugs literally as this moment where you get to kind of like say something to someone's soul. Like it's literally a very, you know, it's a soul to soul connection. Like if, if divinity was running around this matrix, forgetting what it is and busy with the fascinations and distractions, and then it suddenly came together in one moment, what would it say to itself? You know, and it would just be, it's almost like, and again, it's like with a hug. It's just kind of like in that moment, it's just kind of like, welcome home. You know, it's just like, oh, I forgot. I forgot I even left. And that's where, again, like the hugs are just such a powerful, spiritual, transformational thing that, that anyone can do. And that's, again, for everybody listening to this, you have that power. You have that ability within you. It is your birthright. It is your natural cosmic superpower ability. So share it. Share it with people, share it in a way that works for you. And again, like whether that's like smiles, whether that's like even just like music on the street, again, you know, within the Paradigm Essential Project, we use the term shiftivism shiftivism is kind of like our take on activism with the intention of intentional acts to help shift consciousness. Shiftivism can be many things. It can be free hugs. It can be busking on the street. It can literally just be holding a sign that says like, you are loved. You know, we have signs that are like, we've done this before where it was like big signs where cars could read them after driving by 5 a PM on a Friday. And it's like, and it just literally says, you know, like you are a collective consciousness experiencing itself subjectively or like as you think, social you become, you know, little things like that. And again, maybe you're creating chalk art. Maybe you're doing that thing where you like decorate rocks and put inspiring messages on rocks. Maybe you're just like, you know, sharing your jewelry on the street or something like that. And again, and it's not just what you do on the street. It's what you do online it's the messages of love that you are bringing to people's attention that is allowing them to receive it as medicine and i think like that's the thing and 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 maybe this will be a good kind of segue just into you know any any ideas of kind of like how this topic of free hugs is helping us think a bit about like you know mental health differently and how we can actually make a difference and and the idea of literally thinking about hugs as medicine as spiritual medicine and 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 again you know like that's you talk to a lot of people and they'll just be like, you know, like the pharmacy, they'll give you pills, but that's not really, really always going to be what we need. What we need is actually something more is actually human connection. So Vanessa, again, just like from your experience as someone who's been in the mental health field for, for over 35 years, um, again, just kind of like, what are your thoughts on, on how, your journey of free hugs has actually like expanded your perception of how you think about mental health and and how each of us can actually help make, make a difference in, in, in our collective mental health.
1: Well, I know um, from being involved in the system for so many years that um, uh, just like with physical health and illness, a lot of us believe in the medical model. We believe that there is such thing as illness and there's certain things that quote unquote, Either treat it or cure it, and um, uh, I think the key word for me is mental health, not mental illness. I rarely use the term mental illness um, because mental health is all It's not exclusively for people that have psychiatric diagnoses. It's for every human being. Um, how we may, just like we all have physical health, we all have ways in which we can maintain that healthy system. And maybe we haven't learned that, or maybe we have preconceived or or propensities to certain diseases or disorders, um, even of the brain or of the emotions, the psyche. psyche. Um, But I also believe that mental health is influenced by how we are guided and domesticated and um, trained or um, taught throughout our lives. So in a lot of instances, what ends up becoming designated as a mental health disorder or problem to me is a lack of connection, is a lack of resiliency, a lack of knowledge about how to deal with the adversities of um, the physical realm, you know, life circumstances. So it has, um, offering hugs has, in that way, helped me see mental health issues less about illness and more about whole human beings that have, learned maladaptive ways to cope or to deal with their life. And the other thing it's enabled me to do is to stop putting a boundary between myself as the quote-unquote helper and the person that I'm seeing as sick or diseased or flawed, is that if I see them as another human being, and I've I've heard many human stories um, since I've done the hugging um, from people that are on psychiatric units or receiving psychiatric care that them telling me their story is me hearing another human's story. It isn't a, because this person is is any less human than I am. You know, they're uh, they're in a circumstance that they just don't know how to handle. So it's enabled me to really open up to them. I've shared my books with people on inpatient units and other people that I've met through my mental health work. Um, it's it's in therapists' offices and um, openly given to clients. Um, I actually ran into a woman two months ago whose therapist gave her a copy of my book. And she, when she met me, she didn't realize that I was the person that wrote it. So it was a really cool um, closing of the circle of bringing it back around of uh, you know that connection, that sense of community, that sense of oneness. Because ultimately, when I have a, a deep, mindful hug with another person, it's not just my soul touching theirs, but it's our soul's recognizing one another so um that's the power and the beauty of it so the more i can remember that i can take that out into the world for others for sure
0: oh that's beautiful it's beautiful to hear and and absolutely definitely agreeing with with everything that that you're saying there so yes all right well let's let's get close to to moving towards again we're going to get into the questions um let's take a moment here any shout outs any shout outs that you want to be able to share for for people out there other free huggers uh i know we both of us wanted to give a shout out to our friend tex allen so go, go ahead I'll, I'll pass it over to you any shout outs you want to share
1: okay so um yes i have throughout this journey met um more than uh six or seven other human beings or organizations that are doing free hugs in the world and um, I actually made a list before we started tonight so I would try to remember everyone so Tex Allen uh, he and his partner Kat are from California they did Hugging America a couple years ago and are now have developed the Hug Church um, where they actually gather with people for a hug and hugs and community um, also my friend Edie who lives right here in Pennsylvania she has Uh, her movement is hug mobsters armed with love and um, uh, you know all of us are motivated by different things she was motivated by having a heart attack and needing to get out and walk to get exercise and she decided to walk and give free hugs as she was walking So, pretty cool thing my friend Sarah Cunningham who I mentioned before she's in Oklahoma City she's getting ready tomorrow to leave for Um, uh, a seven-day tour of her own. She created free mom hugs um, that uh, tend to be very prevalent at um, LGBTQ festivals and gatherings and advocates on loving all of us as we are in our human form. Uh, I have a friend, Ian, who's in Nashville, Tennessee, and he has the Human Hug Project where he is hugging fellow veterans that are in homes across the United States. It's a really beautiful project. Billy Park is with Hug It Out America. Um, Ari, who is um, from somewhere in Canada, I'm not sure where, but he does something every year called Hug Train, where he rides a train for eight days and hugs people. And um, uh, Dr. Stone is the Hug Doctor, and he's from St. Louis, Missouri, and he just wrote a book about that. The Free H- Hugs Project. Um, this is Ken, who is. Um, from the United States and travels all around the country and tends to be asked to come when there's a lot of volatility or conflict going on. He is, um, brings in the light of uh, presence and, and mindfulness through his hugs. And then one of my most recent friends is Luciano and he right now lives in Thailand but he travels around various aspects of Europe on his bicycle and offers free hugs to people. He's a real cool character. So. Um, all of us, again, motivated initially by different reasons, inspired for different reasons. and um, I don't have to be doing this journey alone. It's actually a lot more fun when I have other people that are doing it and getting beautiful joy and inspiration from it.
0: That's lovely. It's lovely to hear like such a, such a compilation of superheroes there. And, and, and again, you know like that list, that list is even longer with every single name of a person who is like tuned into this broadcast. And again, like whether like by simply tuning into this broadcast, you are in the vibration of embodying what it means to be a shifter. And so maybe you haven't done free hugs yet and that's okay. And and maybe you'll decide, maybe you're just like, hey, you know, I'm going to do some something else. And that's the thing. Like we want you to do what is authentically you. If that's free hugs, cool. If it's not free hugs, equally cool. And again, so shout out to everybody who's just being you and spreading love and leading the shift in any way that you are simply by showing up so thank you thank you thank you deeply thank you so let's uh move into um i, I actually did just want to backstep because i know before the idea of the hug army was something that we mentioned and you said there was a little bit of a story behind the name for for the hug army so if you want to actually just go back to that and then for anybody else let's get into questions so for anybody in the youtube leave your questions in the comment there's one question uh from casey on facebook that will also answer as well and uh, we'll try to answer those uh, as quick as possible. So, so keep it a fairly like, straightforward question to the best of your ability. So go ahead and, and tell us a little bit about the, the Hugging Army, if there's more to talk about that. And, and, and again, even just plug in your website and a little bit more about any of the story behind the name that you would like to share. So go ahead.
1: Okay. So, yeah, that's great. So The Hugging Army, um, my website is thehuggingarmy.org. And um, uh, it came about from a show. So we have fringe festivals here in the United States. They're all over the world. And um, Scranton has had its version for a few years. And the first year I wanted to bring stories about hugging and the impact of hugging and some of my um, best moments of stories of hugging, uh, I needed to call my show something. And the first thing that occurred to me was that it felt like the hugs were like a revolution, like a movement the Hugging Army. And as soon as I used that as my name in my application for Fringe, I I wrote to them and said, please, can I take it back? Because I thought it sounded militaristic and potentially aggressive or violent. And They said, sorry, you can't change the name. That is the name. And so it stuck. That was almost four years ago. And the more that I've used it, the more I understand it feels like this dull roar that keeps growing and growing and expanding. And so it has ended up being the most perfect name it could be. So I've totally embraced it and I totally love that. It feels like a revolution.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's, again, I, I, I feel it too. I feel it too. And, and, and I think again, you know, words are going to have different meanings depending on how we choose to perceive them, what lens we perceive them through. And again, you know, A lot of the stuff that we do within Paradigm Shift, there's a lot of like kind of like not not quite like you can call it militaristic, but it's more like strategic, you know, bringing together people towards a common objective, you know, teamwork oriented. And that's kind of like when I think of the military, I'm just like, you know, that's a group of people that are that are focused, determined, share common objectives and are like experts at what they do. And that's where I feel like, again, you know, like even for all the shifters, you can kind of think of us as that kind of like I, I think of us as like almost like a spiritual special ops team is kind of like another term that, that I think of us as you know we're, we're like we're like we're like the we're going into the places that other people wouldn't even think to go into there are going to be people that are just like screw you Babylon I'm out of here but then like there's other of us who are like we got to infiltrate this we got to like get in there right to the heart of it and transform it skull Babylon and so yeah I definitely I, I think it's pretty cool I think it's I, I totally you know think it's a definitely a relevant name and it will continue to grow on, on and just like the general idea of it as well so let's um move into uh the questions now and there's a question here from Casey and then there's a couple questions here from uh I can see a question from Katie as well in the chat for anybody in the in, in the YouTube chat do me a favor and put like four question marks before your question that way so I can just see it super easily and uh the question here from Casey says and, and you can answer this with as much detail or as little detail as possible Vanessa what was the most life-changing hug you have given in the past 4 years and also please tell us about your most powerful lesson hugging has been able to teach you in your life and your journey. So, most most meaningful hug and and one meaningful lesson for for you that you've taken from this.
1: Okay, so um one of the most uh meaningful hugs Beyond the one I spoke to earlier about the young person that actually ended up doing a mindful hug with me, um, uh, one of the most powerful ones was one of the first hugs I ever received, actually the first one when I was blindfolded, and that was a young man putting his infant daughter into my arms and me not knowing it was a baby until I felt her fuzzy little head. and. Was the most beautiful expression of vulnerability and love and connection. And, um, you know, that I, I felt that heart to heart and his soft giggle, and it was just such a beautiful, beautiful experience. That was probably one of the best that I've ever received. And um, uh, in my tour in 2017, I ended it in Washington, D.C. at their Pride Festival. And some of the hugs I received that day in exchange with other humans were so beautiful and poignant and emotional um, because some of them had been rejected by their families or their loved ones. So it felt like a real genuine offering between us. Um, that was; Those were very powerful indeed as well. Um, and I have to say probably one of the If not the biggest lesson of me, and I speak about all of the life lessons at the time that I wrote the book, um, that had occurred to me, but the one that most stands out for me now is, um, I have learned how to be a presence in the world that is um, does not have to shine brighter or less than anyone else in the world. I just have to shine in the way that speaks to me, and. if people um, need to turn away from that, that's within that's the work within themselves that is um, churning. Um, and if they need to come toward it, that's beautiful too. But for me to be able to, when I stand in just my being my own light and my own presence, I don't have to judge other people's actions or non-actions. And I don't have to take personally how they may or may not be judging me. I get to just be myself in the world. And, uh, you know, we have that confidence when we're babies and young children. We're just free. And we lose that freedom slowly over time as we grow and as we evolve. And then we come back to it at some point because we understand that's the true source. That's the true nature of who we are. So I'm in that space again in my chronological lifetime and hugging has helped me to be there in a really genuine way
0: beautiful beautiful yeah I think again like it's such a such a powerful journey to to be able to experience how you know giving hugs allows us to be able to receive like a part of herself you know like a part of herself that we didn't even know like we hadn't we hadn't fully seen before so I I love that idea that you know whether it be hugs or whether it be listening to this broadcast or whether it be anything, we are mirrors for each other's growth. And, and, and every time that you're like hugging someone else, that's like you connecting with a part of you, you know? And it's just kind of like this, this very, very like there, it's hugs on the surface, but on a, on, on other levels, on a metaphysical level, it's like some very, very beautiful quantum metaphysical stuff. So Awesome. Again, the word like psychedelic always comes to mind when I think of hugs. So, all right, question from um <laughs> question from katie katie has a question for you she says vanessa d- uh does your wife participate in hugging with you too and 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 i know uh, i'll just kind of say this because i want to invite you to share a little bit about this i know um your wife also is a musician and i know you've used some of her music at some of your speaking engagements so i know there's that a little bit of collaboration but but yes does your wife how does your wife engage herself with with your free hugs shenanigans?
1: Oh, well, that's a great that's a great question. Um, she rarely hugs with me, although she is often with me taking photos or playing music. She plays an instrument called the harmonium. She also plays keyboard and piano and um, creates brilliant music scapes. Um, one of the links that I provided to Brendan for tonight, is the link to her website, which um, I invite you to share in her music, which is very inspiring for me. It speaks to my heart, not just because uh, she's my wife and my partner in this life, but also because it it stirs in me something that feels very meaningful. And um, uh, we did hug together at a rally last year. Um, She came with me. We brought an extra sign, and she decided to participate, and she found it very... um, invigorating and beautiful for people to literally run into our arms to hug us. That's a real powerful feeling. Um, But often she's just uh, capturing the moments for me, which is also a beautiful blessing because, like I said earlier, to have photos of what I'm experiencing from a different perspective is really a brilliant thing. So um, that was a great question. Thanks. Thanks for that.
0: Beautiful. And for those of you who would like to be able to check out more of Brenda's music, which I encourage you to do, it's BrendaFernandezMusic.com, and the links are in the information for the YouTube video. So go ahead, check it out. And and, and yeah, and, and you said in like in your books, because we hadn't gotten so much into this, but like Vanessa does do like speaking engagements where she talks similar to what we're talking about here, her journey doing free hugs in rooms full of people. and And in some of the events, you'll like help lead like kind of like a free hug like a hugging activity and and you've like played her music well people were kind of like in this room doing free hugs and things like that yeah. is that correct yeah. yeah
1: that's correct we um a couple of the engagements i've done we end by mindfully hugging one another um, as a group, and just keep pairing up to hug one another really mindfully. So you not only get deep hugs, you get many of them. And um, she would often play her music in the background of that happening, and it's just a beautiful addition to what I offer. Really lovely.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, thank you. Special shout out to to Brenda. Thank you, Brenda, for for being a part of the journey as well. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so just uh, one more question from Katie. And if anybody else does have any other questions, this is last call for questions. And then from here, we're going to just like begin to wrap up the show. Uh, Vanessa, uh, Katie asked, Vanessa, do you ever get emotionally attached to other to other souls during this journey? And if so, how do you let them come and go? So so I guess like in, in, in all the journeys, like you're, you're very transient and stuff like that. Do you find yourself getting attached to other souls during this journey? And if so, how do you let them come and go?
1: Uh, that's a great question too. So I do um, uh, develop deeper attachments to some people that I feel much more connected to, much more in sync with. Um, and uh, I feel like even if they quote-unquote, come and go in my immediate geographic space. I either feel them with me or I sense the connection that is everlasting. Um, I, I think the older I get chronologically, the more that I feel that I'm more at ease with um, all of the different forms and formless um, ways in which we interact with each other as humans and spirit and uh, light beings. And so uh, I feel less that I need someone in my physical space to feel that connection with them. Um, I actually, fun story, when I went to Florida in March, I met a woman over the course of my travels who doesn't use Facebook and um, isn't big on her cell phone and wrote me a three-page letter. I haven't received a handwritten letter in years. And it was a real gift. And now I can't wait to like write back to her and put a stamp on an envelope and, and get to know somebody in that way. And that was a connection that I felt, and I didn't know how it would come back around, and it came around in this really unexpected, beautiful, soft way. So, um, you know, I trust that people are where they belong. Even if people have left my life because of a circumstance that maybe wasn't as positive or was out of my control, I really trust most of the time that things will come back around. And when I don't trust that and I feel scared, I wait for it to pass. So yeah, I, I really feel open and free about a lot of it more than I ever did.
0: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Wow. A a handwritten letter. What's that? (laughs) No kidding. Right. That's super cool. Awesome. Okay. So uh, I do have a, a question and, uh, then I'll have like one more question unless anybody else has any others, but I think we're, we've got enough as it is. And so one of my questions has just been, um, Just like what what has been some of the gratitude that you have received from people like like some of the the things that they have literally said to you that have just reiterated the importance of what you're doing, be it in the moment or be it afterwards.
1: So um, many of those come in the moment when people say, uh, I really needed that. I haven't been touched in so long. My boyfriend just broke up with me and I really needed a hug. Um, uh, crying in my arms. Uh, And that's happened several times, believe it or not, over time. And these are strangers to me, you know, strangers in our human form, meaning we've never met before. Um, I've had people say, um, I know you, you're the hug lady, similar to what Brendan said earlier about his experience. I've had people say, oh, I've gotten hugged by you two or three times before, or when I went to this festival in Scranton a couple weeks ago, This woman came running up with her arms wide open, crying, saying, I've been thinking about your hug since last year, and I was really hoping I'd see you. And, you know, those are really moving things. And then when people uh, have the opportunity to read my book, I've given away dozens of copies, um, willingly and graciously. It feels like a real gift for me. And when I get feedback from people about how certain aspects of the book impacted them, um, my one dear, dear friend um, uh, spent two and a half hours with me right after she read the book and asked me questions and commented on every part of the book that impacted her and how it did. And, and so that feels less about feedback about something I've created and put in the world but more about how it lands for others. A lot of times I might not ever know that feedback. So to hear it from people is a real blessing so that I understand what my gesture may have um as a positive impact on the world i like being able to hear that now and again
0: i i I agree i agree like it's it's very it's very important for us to be able to receive that feedback to be able to complete the loop and to feel that Mm -hmm. appreciation as much as we don't do it for it it Mm -hmm. does help us just kind of like remind us and be like this is important this work is important this art is important you know this is making a difference I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep showing up because again, this is bigger. This is bigger than just me, you know? Like this is something that we're literally doing to be able to help like heal the heart of the world, to be able to bring people back to their own heart as we keep saying, and that's again, as leaders of the shift, again, that's what I remind people like that's what I feel we are doing. We are helping lead people back to their own hearts. And and hugs are just one of the many ways that that we that you that you the audience are helping do that so so again vanessa i know i've already said it but but again like thank you thank you for being a fellow a fellow hugger on on this journey and it's great to be able to just like have this conversation here together so super beautiful Awesome. So last question that we got, and then we're going to go into a little bit of meditation and maybe, can it be like, can it be like a hugging meditation? Can we like hug? Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. (laughs) Awesome. So what, what I was just going to ask you is, is uh, what do we want for the future? Like, like in terms of the context of just, you know, like person to person relationship, things related to hugs, what do we want for the future? And I say we, as in like a collective, you know?
1: Um, I want us to um, connect more and separate less. I feel like um, uh, because we've gotten, as human beings, gotten so far from of our famous, um, we live very isolated lives, a lot of us, and some by choice, many by choice, um, but also because we're terrified to connect with other people. And so if I had a desire for the world, and definitely for myself, it would be to continue to nurture connections, and not just the people that end up feeling like our closest friends and family, but being willing to have a connection with others in the world, not just as a helper, but just as a fellow human, and um, see those connections in all different ways. And to expand that beyond the typical ways we connect now, which are um, you know, I have nothing against social media or technology as a way to connect. It's helped me meet Brendan and, and many people that I mentioned earlier, um, but it's also nice to continue to deepen that by building communities with other groups of people in our local communities, gathering. Um, Brenda, my wife, and I conduct a drum circle all summer long, once a month on a Friday night, and the... The sense of community we've helped to create for ourselves and one another through that is just tremendous and irreplaceable. So to really keep building a community, the world community, the love community, the soul, you know, uh, source community, um, one person, one interaction at a time as much as you can, um, that's what my desire is, for sure, is, is community and connection
0: absolutely absolutely yeah again and and that's where for for the people listening to this if you're looking to find your community create it like cre- you can create it create you know create the portals that will allow people to find it allow the synchronicity to occur and again if you're creating an event that's one thing if you're doing free hugs that's another thing and then if you're doing free hugs and an event that's like extra extra potent. So so you have the tools, you have the resources, you have the will, you have the inspiration. You can do this. Let this be the summer where if you're just like where is my tribe, where you help find them. And you like, you know, and and maybe they're there. Maybe the events are already happening. You know, maybe maybe you just got to like j- that you will find it when you are ready, but definitely bringing ourselves together as tribe is such a powerful thing and it just helps keep us helps keep us in that place of inspiration, accountability and just like constantly moving towards something that is bigger than than any single one of us. So So, awesome. So, thank you again, everyone, for being a part of this broadcast, for everybody in the chat, for Vanessa, for everybody listening to this in the future. We're going to get close to wrapping it up. We're going to do a little meditation. Before we do that, I want to just be able to invite Vanessa to be able to tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with her. And for anybody in the live chat right now, I want you guys in the live chat to post your Instagrams or if you use another thing. I think most of us probably here just use our Instagram as our primary. So, for everybody here, like... I can see, like, shout out to Katie, shout out to Devon, shout out to Arita, Tyler, shout out to, I saw Jared in here earlier, shout out to Wolf, shout out to lots of other people who are in here and listening to this in the future. Go ahead, leave your Instagram tag and make sure that you guys all add each other. And for Vanessa, you can find her Instagram by even just going to my profile at Mystic Spider Man and check the tag her actual, like if you look up Vanessa Fernandez on Instagram, I have a feeling there may be a few, but if you go to the YouTube and check out the direct URL, you will find it. And on Instagram, it's Vanessa Lee, L E I G H. And then 1962, Five six five three. So again, if that's a little hard to remember, just check the links in the info on YouTube, and also be sure to check out Hugging Army. But but go ahead, Vanessa. Any any just kind of like invitations for people to be able to to connect with you and and any of the services that you would like to mention that you also provide. Go go ahead.
1: So the HuggingArmy.org is really um, my website, the best place to find a lot of what's going on with me on an ongoing basis. Um, I try to keep my events calendar up to date on there. I have updated photos, a link for my book. I always have my most recent tour information on there, and then afterwards I write about where we've been. And There's also a connection on there for my Facebook and my Instagram pages, but also something that I created called The Hug Line, which is just a Google line that um, I update the message every couple of weeks. It's a one-minute message, one- to two-minute message uh, of positivity or some life difficulty that I am going through or lessons that I've learned that I share. And all the caller does is um, call the number and um, listen to the message, and um, that's it. Uh, So if you need a boost or you just want to... um, Uh, hear something that might inspire you or um, lift you then um, I invite you to call and um, my Facebook page I have my personal one which is Vanessa Lee White Fernandez feel free to send me out a friend request if you like but I also have a page, The Hugging Army and Experience and Connection. And on both of those pages, I keep my most live, current, up to date activities of what I'm doing with my free hugs. So um, I tend to put updates there and lots of pictures in live time. So uh, find me anywhere and everywhere. And, and please reach out because I'd love to hear from you.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And, and just to add on to that, if uh, y- you also. Are open to like coming and doing talks at 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 events or things like that. Is it, you just want to mention any more about that?
1: Yeah, so I've created fringe shows around um, my experiences with hugs. I've created poster boards that are you know pretty large. Are enlargements of photos that Brenda has taken during some of my hugging experiences. I tell stories. I tell the lessons I've learned. And I also talk specifically about my book, and I am completely open to that. I also do workshops on um, uh, mindfulness or the power of now, um, as told by Eckhart Tolle, and also the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, the Four Agreements have been interval in my lessons as well, and I do classes or gatherings yeah, around that too. I have one coming up in a couple of weeks, so I love to meet people, connect with them, and and maybe offer them information that could be helpful to them. So, uh, yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, plenty of opportunities there. And, and, and again, even just, you know, hop over to Vanessa's Instagram and even just leave a comment on, on a post or even just maybe send her a message of gratitude and yeah, there's plenty plenty of opportunities for us to be able to just stay connected with the stories as they unfold. And it's, and it's wonderful to just like see her posts like pop up in my feed and and to just be like, "Yes, she's out there doing it." And and again, it inspires me. Like like I get inspiration from from what you do as well, Vanessa. And then and then and then I'm sure what I do probably inspires other people, and then what they do inspires other people. So it's again, it's the the ripple effect. So so congratulations and much love to everyone for being a part of of this this, you know, the waves that we are making together so so with that said let's close this off with with a very short meditation i know this broadcast has has gone uh, over two hours so i know we're probably gonna need to just kind of like rest after this so let's just kind of like close it off with a very very you know comforting hug meditation if we can call it can, sure well is that a thing can we do that can it be a hug meditation sure yeah it's okay. called a hug meditation. <laughs> perfect perfect
1: uh, so it's going to be very brief, um, and before I guide you through that, I would like to thank everyone that's tuned in and listening tonight. Um, I feel so humbled and honored that Brendan asked me to be part of this. I want to thank you, Brendan, for having me here and just for um, people being interested and desiring to um, continue to bring their light into the world in a, in a brighter way. So uh, never give up because it lives in you. So we're going to do, um, I invite you to wrap your arms around yourself or if you have another person in the room with you to to um, gather with them. And we're going to do three breaths of a mindful hug or a hugging meditation and I'm going to talk you through what each of those breaths is. So I'm going to start by inviting everyone to take in a very deep breath and just hold it for a couple of seconds. And as you're holding that breath to think, I feel you physically in my arms. I feel your physical presence and your physical uh, aspects of your body, your heartbeat, your, your lungs, and then release all that air out. And then as you take that second breath in and hold it for a couple of seconds, I want you to think about how precious you are to yourself, you are to the world, you are to the person you're hugging, and then release that breath out and let it leave you. And then in that third breath that you take in and as you hold it for a couple seconds, I want you to all consider that in 200 years we are all dust. So that means as you release this breath, this third and final breath, that you remember our sameness. We are all infinite and we are all eternal, but we are also mortal beings. And that makes us the same. And if we can remember that sameness, it can help us to have a deeper understanding of one another in our human form. And however you go forward from tonight, just simply do your best. Do your best to be your best in the world. And um, love and honor yourself first and foremost so that's what you can carry into the world. Blessings to everyone. Thank you so much. I express my deepest gratitude to all of you tonight. Thank you.
0: Beautiful. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. And and yeah, big, big group hugs for, for everybody tuning into this. Absolutely. I, I Again, just kind of like at any moment in, in your day where if you, if you feel like you need a little pick me up, just kind of like imagine like a big, like group hug from from all of us. You know, every person you're never alone you You are always here, we are one big family and and as much as that just sounds as if it's just like hippie talk or whatever it's it's real stuff man it's real stuff and and we need each other. We do need each other, so let's continue to to hug it out and to change the world and to plant the seeds and to continue to be the light and lead the shift. So thank you. Thank you again, audience, Vanessa, everyone. Thank you for helping lead the shift, leading the shift. So beautiful. Awesome. So with that said, just a quick little reminder to be sure to check out more of Vanessa's stuff at thehuggingarmy.org. Follow the information in the YouTube info to be able to connect with her more. And of course you can check out this and past broadcasts at paradigmshiftcentral.com plus lots of other inspirational conscious media. Be sure to subscribe and even rate Paradigm Shift Radio on On iTunes. If you haven't yet, please feel free to check out the Patreon where you can contribute a monthly micro donation at patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton. Find me on Instagram at MysticSpiderman. Subscribe on YouTube at SkullBabylon if you're listening to this on another platform. And yeah, with that said, just thank you so much. Oh, and check out questitemshop.com to be able to get the, the laminated free hug signs and the shift buttons and the light guardian crystals. And if you sign up on the Patreon, you also get a 25% discount code and other exclusive content. So my name is Brendan. This has been Vanessa and and Vanessa. Thank you. And any, any, any closing words, any last message? I know you already got it there, but just any last gratitude. I think we're good. We're good. Hug someone go hug someone and start start with yourself. So oh, and another thing I will say hug hug. Don't just hug humans either hug pets, hug your dogs, hug your cats and stuff like that. They're good huggers. So they are. they are, they are. So awesome. Awesome. So Vanessa, thank you again so much for being a part of this. And and as we just kind of like move out of the broadcast, if you just want to switch yourself over to, to mute, I'm going to play the music and then I can just chat with you a little bit afterwards after we conclude the show. So again, for all you out there, thank you for helping make the difference. Thank you for being light guardians. Thank you for being shifters on behalf of Vanessa myself and all the team at ParadigmShiftCentral.com, Keep it shifty, much love, peace and wholeness. And we will see you in the future until next time. We'll Special thank you again to our friend Danny Leonardo, who provided the music for the intro and outro of this episode. Be sure to check out more of her work in the info for the YouTube video. Thank you, Danny. And please share this episode with your friends. Much love. Smash that like button. Thank you. Go team.
1: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.